Noble Dairy Queen's new summer blizzard menu is back and it is stacked. Dive right into the summer celebration with their new peanut butter cookie dough party blizzard. You can sink your red spoon into their world famous DQ soft serve filled with delicious chunks of chocolate chip cookie dough, swirls of creamy peanut butter topping and peanut brittle crunch with sprinkles. If the peanut buttery flavor isn't your jam, their fresh take on cobbler a la mode certainly will. Say hello to the Picnic Peach Cobbler Blizzard. You can also let your taste buds crumble with the ultimate cookie blizzard that features Oreo, Chips Ahoy, and Nutter Butter pieces. Dairy Queen knows everyone loves a good comeback, and fan-favorite blizzard flavors Frosted Animal Cookie, Brownie Batter, and Cotton Candy have made their triumphant return. Summer Blizzard flavors are now available at your Noble Dairy Queen stores with locations in Kankakee, Bourbonnet, Moments, and Mantino. Happy tastes good. With the shortage of mental health professionals in Kankakee County, along with your super busy schedule, you might be having a hard time finding the mental health care that you or your family needs. And that's why True Heights Treatment has made it easier for you by offering video and phone sessions in addition to their in-person counseling services. True Heights Treatment was founded by Olivet Nazarene University alumnus George Brassy and strives to provide a safe and comfortable environment for all ages and all walks of life. Request an in-person, online, or phone appointment now now at TrueHeightsTX.com. That's TrueHeightsTX.com. Taco John's Boulder Breakfast Menu is coming for the drive through breakfast belt. And with our heavy-hitting meat and potato breakfast burritos and knockout Mexican donut bites, those other drive throughs might as well throw in the towel. The Boulder Breakfast Menu, only at Taco John's. Craving a little mealtime vacation today? Let Taco John's three-for-six mango shrimp street tacos whisk you away to a faraway land of tropical flavor. Experience the wild thrills of crispy shrimp, tango with freshly made mango salsa, and chimichurn things up with exotic chimichurri sour cream. All from the front seat of your car. Three-for-six dollar mango shrimp street tacos. Summertime only at Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Download our app, earn free food. If money talked, it would say Taco John's valuest menu means bold bites to keep you and your wallet full. Premium ingredients like hand cut sirloin steak, crispy fried chicken, and fresh pico starting at one, two, or three bucks. <clears throat> Sounds like a delicious deal. The valuest menu at Taco John's. Domestic violence is the pandemic that no one is talking about. Over the past year, domestic violence has increased exponentially and made it more difficult for survivors to access services. In order to address the domestic violence problem in our community, Harbor House of Kankakee has developed a way for you to make a difference. Join the Community Commission to End Domestic Violence. The Commission educates and activates the community by developing awareness initiatives, specialized training, and prevention activities so as to connect survivors to Harbor House and change the cultural response to domestic violence, thus creating a safer, stronger community. Commission members meet the third Thursday of every month at 5.30 via Zoom with the next meeting on Thursday, June 17th. Register for upcoming meetings at harborhousedv.org forward slash events. Together, we can end domestic violence. This message brought to you by Kankakee Podcast.
To submit your nonprofit organization's PSA, email kankakeepodcast at gmail.com. Thankful for stories. Hold on to the lifetime we won't get back. I know these rivers carry Welcome to Kankakee Podcast. I'm Jake Lamore, and uh, of course, this is the place where we talk about the people and places of Kankakee County. And it's <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I was trying I was trying not to laugh as the the song was playing because sitting across from me is the guy who wrote and sang the song and i'm just like this is so weird i'm playing the theme song for the podcast and the guy who wrote the theme song is sitting right across from me i was doing just fine and wasn't thinking a thing of it till you started laughing about it (laughs) it just i don't know it feels it just feels weird um but uh anyway so so let's uh welcome lupe carroll to uh to the podcast today um, so yes, if you did not know, uh, the man behind the Kankakee podcast theme song is Lupe Carroll. And I first, I'm trying to remember, when did I first reach out to you to start working on writing that thing? I was trying to remember. Are we, was it a year ago? It wasn't a year ago. No. Um, I feel... I mean, it's been, obviously, it's been a while, but... It's been a while, but I want to say... I just remember when we were texting back and forth about it, I remember that I was sitting in my sunroom, and our sunroom is very much not a Four Seasons room, <laughs> and because there's no insulation, and so because of that, yeah. I was like, okay, it would have been a time yeah. when I could sit in there, because yeah. in the summertime, you can't breathe in it, and then the wintertime, okay. you can you, you, freeze a couple of water in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it like, must have been it must have been because because i in the fall maybe it, yeah because yeah, yeah. i announced like i made a like i made a post about about it on social media that i was going to do this podcast okay and the reason and, and this was before like i was really I, I was kicking around ideas and names and things like that but i hadn't completely gotten all the pieces together um so you're like, well, why the heck did you post it on social media then? <laughs> well, I did that is because I once read somewhere that if you post, sometimes if you post certain goals on social media, you're more apt to follow through with them. Sure. So that was one of the reasons why okay. I was like, okay, I have to post this to make sure <laughs> make sure that I actually follow through with this. That's really funny. I actually do it. Side note on that. I've I've read different things, that being one, mm-hmm. and the other is similar, but it's but it's backwards. So like, if you post about it like that out in the open, 
you're more likely to do it. And then I've read that if you're just simply vocal about, oh yeah, I'm, I'm planning on doing this or I'm working to do this, that you won't do it. And yeah. that, you know what I mean? Like, which is so weird because yeah, it's very similar things. You could say that, it, it's jump a, on Facebook <laughs> and say that same stuff and then you kind of do it. And I don't know if it's because you have this like thing hanging there that like, well, I have to do this now because it's, it's there. Yeah. But I, simply saying it sometimes to make you feel self feel better i and, don't know and i can th- i can think of a couple things right now that i <laughs> said that oh i'm working on this thing right now and the two thing, minutes later you're like and, no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm thinking about oh yeah i still haven't uh i still haven't completed that yeah. that's right oh my goodness um i've got a book of those things yeah right <laughs> i guess we all do but yeah it's, it's like anything else it's a it's a fine line of you know too much or not enough. Sure. Um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I was, it, so it must have been in the fall or sometime in the winter. And I know like I first hit you up about it and you're like, yeah, absolutely. And then a bunch of time went by and then I was like, okay, uh, was like, what do I need to do to get the ball rolling on this? Or, or, or maybe, maybe after I hit you up right away, you had, we, we, that's right. We jumped on a video call together. Yeah. 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 And I think that was, I remember, I think at the time, I was in quarantine from COVID or something. I I, I didn't have COVID, but I was exposed to it uh, several times during the the height of things. And so, yeah, I think I was talking to you at that time um, when I was kind of stuck at home. I do remember that. And I think it was within, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks from then that I had it written because I remember sitting down, I had a notebook in front of me. Yeah, you were sending me little little memo recordings right away. You're like, hey, what do you think of this riff? Or this... uh, Which is funny because I've had, this was like my first first um not jingle well kind of, you know like that it's if a, you will you yeah know? it's sort of yeah um the first thing like this that i've ever been like asked or hired to do um outside of being hired to do like gigs and stuff like i've never been like hey could you write no a one's song ever for? hired you to write w- i've been you, asked you've been and you've a handful said, of times and, and I've, said I've always no? pretty quickly said no why was it i i for, for, just from my standpoint i imagine you being approached to like write a song for someone's wife like that's what i picture in my mind just because of like i've had that a couple times as well just the sound and style that you have i just imagine dudes coming up to you and being like lupe can you write a song for my wife for (laughs) for our anniversary or for valentine's day a friend that asked for a a song for his girlfriend and, and another guy for his wife the guy that wanted it for his girlfriend um, I felt bad thinking it, but I was also super right about it a month later, but I was like, that's not going to last. I'm not going to write a song. For but then the, the husband <laughs> and were you just like, bro, li- listen, I don't like, remember what I said. I, I buttered it up. I, I very much buttered it up. Then like, bro, listen, I, I don't think this thing's going to last. Uh, I think, I think you better, uh, I think I just told him I had a lot on my plate. God, that's funny. That is so funny. But the, um, but the, the husband and wife, it ended up not happening, but the guy, um, he was an old, old friend, like back to like junior high. We weren't like super tight, mm-hmm. but close enough to where, um, yeah. you know, it, it was, a uh, it wasn't something I thought much about. I was just like, yeah, man. And, and then the cool thing, like I knew that this guy was pretty good with words. I knew that he was a very, um, romantic, uh, lovey dovey guy. So I was like, all right, if you've already kind of written some stuff, I'm like, throw it at me. Yeah. Um, coming up with music has always been pretty that's like the easier part for me when it comes to writing songs so right um 
I don't know, it was like an easy thing to start doing, but again, it just, it just kind of ended up, we both were slacking on it and then we both just totally stopped reaching out about it and then it just, <laughs> it just disappeared. It just never happened. I think something clicked or he saw or heard something that made him want to do that uh-huh. and then it just kind of he, he just uh he like changed out. changed his mind on yeah. that gotcha and i was okay with it because yeah it just wasn't something i felt like doing <laughs> but no but this was obviously a very different thing this was something i just thought um you know i'm a, i told you before i'm a fan of what you do and, and your passion for it and Thanks, i just man. thought i'm like man i know that i know jake's gonna do this right and i know it's gonna be a neat thing i'm a fan of podcasts i know i told you and i think you're the yeah. same we've got like a library of podcasts that yep. we are subscribed to, but only listen to a small handful. I, but I think this has become one that I well, thanks, man. I, I think we were mainly to. talking about uh, like serial killer podcasts. Yes, yeah, which is ninety five percent of my well <laughs> subscriptions. And and I feel like most Americans like I feel like if they're not listening to some type of of um, serial killer podcast, it's like comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Those are, yeah. I mean, there's podcasts, there's more and more sure. of them. There's so much in between. Coming out. Yeah. But, um, I, I feel like the, the, the serial horror, yeah, pod, anything that's horror related, murder related, I feel like those are the, the biggest genre of podcasts. Yeah. At least it's from my end, it seems that way. They're just so good. Yeah. They, they, they hook you in, man. There, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's super interesting. Um, but I, I like I was nervous about asking you about it just because I didn't know like what you were going to say <laughs> if you were going to be done because I wasn't sure if you had done anything like that before. Sure. But you were still. Um, I don't because we haven't talked. Uh, one of the the main reasons why I wanted to have you on an episode is just kind of like walk through like of of how the the theme song was created, but obviously just about you too, because not everyone knows Lupe Carroll. Um, and, and I know you don't take offense to that. We talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm Um, I'm a fan of the ones that don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, so when, um, when I, I, I've had the Kankakee podcast idea in the back of my mind for quite a while. And I always, with that idea in the back of my mind, I was like, I know for a fact who I want to write the theme song. I'm like, without a doubt, I want Lupe Carroll to write the theme song for this because I knew it was just the the type of sound I was looking for because you have a, a, a gentle, smooth uh, sound that a lot of people... Uh, when they they hear it, they they feel comforted. It feels like you have a you have a sound where it's like, oh, I'm home now, and that's what I was looking for, and to, to to open up this podcast because all of the, mo- most of the the people that are have been on this podcast who or who are going to be or the uh, the subject matters the different places in history or whatever. It's it's gonna it's all obviously about the area about yeah. Kankakee County. So it's, it's our, it's our home. And these are, these are things that happen here. These are people that live here and their stories. And so I just knew that you were, you were the, the person I was going to ask first. And then I was like, well, if that doesn't work out, like, I don't know who I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know who I, I, I there's obviously I just in my head. I was like, who is plan B <laughs> and C I and don't, D. I don't think I had a plan B or C. 
I don't remember having one. I remember thinking about it. Oh, actually, you know what? No, I, I take that back. I thought, I think I thought if you said no, I was going to ask maybe Todd Hazelrig. Okay. Because I like his style. Heck yeah. As well. So I, I think he I could already somewhat in my head here, like the really folky borderline, like with just a hint of like soul funk somehow thrown into like a folky sound that you would do very well. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I, so, so he did pop into my head, but I was like, you know, you were first on the list, but I don't think anyone else besides right you two popped into my head. Cause I remember, I think the first time I was introduced to Todd was he wrote a song and he's probably written, written many songs about Kankakee, but there was one in particular. I remember that was being shared around on Facebook probably like five years ago or something. Okay. And it was a song, I think, that actually mentioned Kankakee in it. And I thought, wow, that's like a really good song. And yeah. like he's, I just thought he was real. That was how I was first introduced to him. And okay. so I, I kind of followed him a little bit since then. And I feel bad that I don't remember the name of the song. <laughs> but, um, but anyway. So yeah, so but but lo and behold, I hit you up. We got on a, a, a first video chat call, and I was explaining to you like, and at that, th you, I should also say th thank you to you, not just for the amazing theme song, but you kind of helped me formulate the name a little bit and give me some some input because originally the name of the podcast was going to be people in places. It was of, people. Like that. Yeah, it was like it was going to be people in places of Kankakee County or. Some or I think it was going to be Kankakee County, the people and places or people. You know, I was going yeah. to do this long name, and the reason why I was going to do that is because I wanted to, I wanted people to know exactly sure. what the podcast was about right away. But the like the more like I loved that phrase, people and places of Kankakee County. But I'm like, man, that's so long. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> and I was um, trying in my head just now to think of like a joke to say as far as like, yeah, I remember you saying that. And then I remember yawning in the middle of you saying it and be like, that's really dumb. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's really dumb, Jake. I'm sorry to tell you. That's really ignorant. You shouldn't name it that. <laughs> well, I remember you're like, I'm trying to remember what I, this was actually, I, I could probably look it up in a text because I know this was a conversation we were yeah. having via text, but you're like, man, I don't know. Like, it's like, that's a really, it's like, you were like, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, yeah. but... I remember saying, like, yeah, you're like, asking me, so I'm going to be honest with yeah. you. Like, it is long. Yeah, it is a long name. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I, I want people to know <laughs> yeah. right away what, you know, what it's about. And That um, also goes back to what I knew you would do. I, I, know, I knew thinking... <laughs> no, really, I, I remember thinking, like, I know he's going he's gonna to nail this on the head. Um, as far as what he's doing with this podcast, like, just call it the Kankakee Podcast because... <laughs> That in itself is, is for the most part saying what it is, but I was like, and then again, that fell into the song. Like uh -huh. you, that being so important to you, I was like, well, that needs to be in the song somehow. And yeah, and we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that part too. Um, and I, and I want to say, I don't remember, remember if it was you or if it was my, my uh, one of my best friends, Don Geisinger, who was actually one of my teachers when I went to broadcasting school and we became good friends um, uh, during my time there. And, you know, it, it stuck years afterwards uh, to this day. And he was helping me with, with names and ideas and just development. And it was either... 
it was either him or it was you, or maybe both of you said this, uh, when it came to that long name, they're like, well, you know, people are probably just going to go around saying, oh yeah, that, that one, uh, Kanky Key podcast. Like, you ever, have yeah. you listened to that? Like, they're not going to walk around saying, oh yeah, I love the people in places of Kanky Key County. <laughs> like, no one's going to say that. They're going to call it, oh yeah, uh, the Kanky Key podcast. Yeah, Jake Lamore, he's got that, uh, that Kanky Key po- podcast. People yeah. in places. Uh, yeah, uh, something people in places, you know. <laughs> so that's why I was like, you're right. No one's gonna go, walk, like walk around like talking yeah. to their friend about this podcast. They're just going to say, right. and that's where I was like, "Can't you keep podcast?" I'm like, I'm trying to. I'm trying <laughs> to think it. too of other shows and whatnot where where people totally do that. Like, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but I know yeah. there's shows like, "Hey, do you watch?" And then it's like a totally like <laughs> almost half word, and the name of the show is like six or seven words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and not that there's anything wrong with that, yeah. but I guess I just wanted it to be easy. And, sure. You know, obviously, like, just hearing Kankakee Podcast, you do know that, oh, okay, this has something to do with Kankakee. So, but anyway, so that's that was the name part. But then, yeah, when I told you that, okay, so th- this podcast, is it's going to be about the people and places of Kankakee County, I, I didn't give you much besides that. Um and we were just trying to decide on whether, like, that actual phrase, like, the, the title yeah. should be in the theme song or if it should just be poetic. And I think I remember telling you that it didn't have to, that like, the title, that, sure. sub, that subtitle didn't, didn't have to, to be, be in there. there. Yeah. And um, and, and that, that's pretty much all I gave you. And, and somehow you... <laughs> you beautifully with your your poetry you put it all together i appreciate it man. and and um and i i was just i was amazed because like i said i feel like i didn't give you much to to go by so at, like let, let's go back to to that time so after that conversation of of telling you um what you know what i wanted the theme song to encompass what was like some of the first things in your mind that that came to your mind like while you were first writing it down where where do you remember being i think you were watching one of your kids i think yeah at the time um i want to say i I know i just kind of had in my head these uh pretty blank scenes of you I wish I could have had like a foreseeing of like this. That would have been oh. extra creepy and cool. This again is oh, the, seriously the little, awesome. The, the studio space. Yeah. I'm glad you um, like it, man. But I was just, you know, I was picturing you at a desk with, in my head, like just different people flowing through the table and you not even like interviewing, but just, um, you know, knowing your passion and love and interest in our community and in this county. And, uh, I tried just writing that out because then I thought, like, man, there's so much I could, um, I could write about or put on paper or, or you know, ideas I could throw out there with what you know. I I think too much into things as it is, like anything, especially songwriting, which was why it can take me so stinking long to write a song, <laughs> which is also why I was extra impressed with myself to knock this out in the time that I did. You did, um, yeah. But with that being said, I just sometimes I'll go so long because I think like. I'll, you know, I'll put like somewhat of a storyline out for a song and then, and then I'll think too much into all these, um, uh, lines and side stories coming off of that. And so I, I kept almost doing that with, with this song. I kept thinking, 
what what the people that you were talking to could be going through and this and that. And that was like this thing I kept trying to like um, really get. It was like just a, you know, stick in the mud thing. I was like, I kept going down that road. And I was like, no, 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 it's not about that. Like get, get out. This isn't like a sappy. It's like, this is a theme song for a freaking podcast. <laughs> Stop. Like calm down. Cause that's what you're, you're used to. I am. Yeah. With, with your writing yeah. style. I yeah. mean, it, it's, there's usually a, a, a story. Sure. Whether it's made up or not. Right. There's usually Just something a, a little more like yeah, that. Yeah. There's you usually get in a little depth, you yeah. know, like, you know, Johnny, it, Johnny's working, you know, long, nights yes. and his you know when yep whatever can't make ends meet and exactly like john mellencamp just popped in my head like you know just it, that stuff you yeah, know so i just right. um boy if he lived around here he'd have been a perfect candidate to write <laughs> i think song. he lives in indiana doesn't yeah, he is from so, indiana yeah I i'm actually, assuming probably still lives there yeah. I, I have a uh i have a a uh a con uh, an acquaintance i i don't know i don't know if i can call him a friend but it's someone i know that knows uh, him that knows him firsthand. because they wrote a book about him oh sweet and there's been a couple times i think uh where they went out to his house and i remember him saying that he lived in indiana and i can't remember exactly where in indiana if it's like you know close distance to where we are if it's yeah far away but regardless it's, yeah but um but yeah so so you're so you're writing the song and you keep wanting to, to go into a, like a story. Line. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. getting too deep. And then I just kept thinking, um, well, keep, you know, keep it simple. I, you know, I kept thinking, I just, I kept playing that line in my head, even though you yeah. did, you did stress like, Hey, this doesn't need to be in here, this line. But I was like, well, how can I chop that? And then it will. Did, did I, I say that? What was the, just I, a little, I think you just simply said that like, man, I don't like you just simply now. said, and I think that was on the FaceTime thing, which was yeah. like, like that doesn't need or have to be in there, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like, and that's all that was. I'm but, trying like, to remember I had already written that... down like people and places. Oh, okay. And just I kept seeing that. Yeah, and, but you uh, did incorporate that. Yeah, I think into each the song. There's two like. We sh- I should like have a... had the lyrics down in front. Oh, of me. it's all good. <laughs> I meant to. I think I don't know if I gave them to you already. If I gave them to you at all, but like I meant to give you. I was going to like frame it and stuff, which I guess I maybe still could, but Ooh, I have like the, cool. the piece of paper with like the, do you really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, I would, I would literally you. hang that in yeah, this, right in this on, room Heck yeah. like, and that way, whenever people frame it and stick it come, next and, to the and, live and on so there. I should, I should with there my, you go. my little uh, marquee sign, but, uh, but yeah, I would literally, I would, I would want you to sign it and I would literally, oh, for sure, I would have that framed up in here. I'll put a little spotlight on it. You Very know? cool. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I. If I wrote it in my like songwriting notebook, and if I did, then I definitely, I just, I almost feel like I wrote it in like a regular, like notepad, which mm-hmm. I don't normally do. Like mm-hmm. I feel like even if it wasn't for something I'm recording or whatever, I st- I always write. I have yeah. this notebook that I put them all in. But I think I don't, I don't know what your favorite line in the theme song is, but I think mine is um, the uh, talking about how people tend to stick with you after time. That's, that's probably mine. Too. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're, they're like that, that I think that one, uh, sticks with me the most. Sure. And, and I think that was like, boom, that yeah. was like, that was it. That was, was like, that that's was probably ex- like the heaviest thing to, that was maybe one of the first lines I wrote of the song. It yeah. ended up, I think that's like the second verse or second half. Yeah. People tend to stick yeah. to or stick with you after time. And I think right before we recorded the vocals, I was like, Hey, give me one second. And then like I wrote two big, I think it's on there, but like two big like 
uh, interchanging arrows saying like, say that second. Uh-huh. I don't know. It just worked better, but yeah, in my head it did. But yeah, yeah no, totally. That was that was a really big thing. That was that heavily came from what you know, just that image in my head of you interviewing yeah. people and yeah, yeah, because that's because uh, the cool thing is with with podcasting, like it's as long as I don't take down the website, I mean it's up there yeah. forever, <laughs> you know, and I don't plan on taking, I'm yeah. planning on taking it down. So it's almost like a history archive. Sure. Like this, someone could listen to this 50 years from now and they'll know like, Hey, there was this guy named Lupe and, you know, and he wrote, the, <laughs> he yeah. wrote this theme song for, you know, this, this podcast. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, we could be doing this podcast 50 years from now, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll live that long. It's hard to say. We'll see, man. <laughs> Something's going to pop up. So, <laughs> some kind of pill we can take. <laughs> you know, I was reading today, um, speaking of, apparently the oldest a human can actually get is 150 years old. Children are naturally drawn to art and the creative process. For them, it can be a form of expression as they explore the materials, gain confidence, and feel a sense of competency as they create something based on their own ideas and efforts. That's why Little Me's Studio in Bourbon A created the Big Kids Art Lab for ages 5 to 12. Little Me Studio crafted this safe space for your big kid to slow down, be in the moment, and be comfortable making messes while trying something new. Big Kids Art Lab meets every Thursday from 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. at Little Me Studio across the street from Olivet Nazarene University in Bourbon A. Studies indicate that art making has so many positive effects for the brain, body, mind, and heart. Enroll in one class at littlemestudio.com or sign up for the entire session and save. littlemestudio.com to sign up for Big Kids Art Lab. Make sure you follow Little Me Studio on Facebook and Instagram. Really? Yeah. Like some some scientist is like, yes, found something where like, like your body th- that's, is going to check out and was, was, crumble was, to ashes. I was just saying that <laughs> that is the absolute max. Sure. Now the the oldest person that we know that has lived is one hundred was one hundred and twenty two. Okay, that's and what I she thought. was a French woman. Yep. Uh, and she died in, and she died in 97. So yeah. like, that's been a long time ago since. Sure. But you know, I bet, I, I still like wonder though, if there was someone else that wasn't like recorded that was older than her, you know? Yeah. But uh, 122 is pretty damn old. So. Man. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I'm going to see what right? I can do. Right. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> we should also, uh, we have to talk about. Daniel Bishop's involvement with this. And then uh, Matt came in to the mix too yeah. uh, towards the end and uh, did did mastering um, on it. So, you know, I want to make Super sure. Super last minute, which was awesome. That, <laughs> yeah, that it was worked like, out. It was just like all of a sudden, oh yeah. I think they were just hanging out. And I, I know like, me and Daniel had talked about mastering and how we didn't totally absolutely need to do it. And then like just through them hanging out and Matt, you know, having the very much know-how and having the tools for it. And we're just like, yeah, so let's do it. And yeah. That's, that's fun stuff for us. That's the, that's the neat thing. I remember me and Daniel had both stressed uh, to you and whatnot. Like this is very much something we do like for free. Like this is, this I, is a fun thing. Like every I, hangout we had to work on it mm-hmm. in his basement slash studio, like, 
it was it was a blast. Like it was just so much fun hanging out and doing. I it. know, and I so badly wanted to yeah, be there. I wanted and it you never to man, Like every time you were working, you're like, "Hey, uh, we're going to be working on it." Uh, you know, in a couple of days, can you come by? And every time it didn't work out. Yeah. And I was so bummed about that because I wanted to get pictures and, and yeah. videos of capturing, you know, all of this. You know, so but yeah, like uh, Daniel Bishop, I he's he's a friend of yours, and I just know him through you, and and he messaged me uh, a couple days ago and was saying great things about the podcast, and I'm Sweet. still just forever grateful for his help and yeah, and, and, and you know recording with you because I know he he uh, he drums for you sometimes. Yeah, he plays drums with me, and then another close friend of ours, uh, Jacob Zimmerman, who we all call Zimmy. Um, Zimmy's cool guy. Yeah, super him, cool him guy. I've met a handful of times. Yeah, man, yeah. he's um super stand up guy. He, him, and my youngest brother Eric, they've been like best friends since preschool, and uh, and they kinda, both play with Matt Yeager, Yeager right yep. now, right? Yep. Okay. Southside Social Club. Yeah, and Ben King. Yep. Is that it? Yeah, the four of them. Okay, I was yep. gonna say I didn't think there was another one. Yeah, just the four of them. Uh, they're killing it right now, keeping really busy with it, and um, crazy. Crazy huge catalog of songs. <laughs> yeah, I uh, like. I, I feel I've like seen Matt post Matt Yeager post about that. Yeah, um, I feel like once a month he'll post that. Oh, we're adding another. You know, I feel like for any other cover band or whatever, they're like, oh, we're yeah. adding a few songs for. You know, within a few months, and for him, like once a month, like, yeah, hey, we're adding another fifteen. And I'm, <laughs> I text my brother every time I see it. I'm like, are you really? <laughs> like, is he talking about his solo stuff? Or and he's like, no. No, no, no. This is for real. What I'm doing right now is practicing (laughs) and learning these songs. And and then I catch them when I can and they kill them, every one of them. And it's just, it's so awesome. Yeah, because what's cool is they'll uh, they'll do like uh, some current top 40 songs and and do their own version of them. And And that's always so cool to hear. B-sides too, man, which is awesome. Yeah, that that as well. So, um, so yeah, Eric and uh, Zimmy, as you you mentioned, play. And is... Is Eric's wife April? Yes, April. Okay. So, you know, you hit me, uh, you, you tagged her in that Instagram post. Oh, yeah. About that light table. Sure. So, it turns out my family has a smaller one, a smaller light table. Okay. And I hit her up about it. And she's actually uh, going to pick it up, pick it up on Saturday. Dude. So, so I was trying to figure when out. When I the... saw that, I'm like, I know that when she <laughs> reads what I tagged her in, she's going to hit. I was like, <laughs> I, cause I just, when I saw that, I got so pumped for her. I was like, man, I, if she doesn't see this, if I see that she doesn't see it within like a day or two, like I'm going to text her, call her and be like, Hey, here's my friend's number. He's probably, this is probably some legit stuff he's got. But. Yeah. I get a, a, a much smaller light table at nice. my, uh, my family's print shop, Weber printing and we're, uh, the, the business is closed. So we're clearing things out. Sure. And, um, I forgot that our, my grandfather told me we forgot in our old dark room, uh, that we used to have at the shop. We had a, a small light table about like 25 inches by 30 inches. And the the one I posted a picture of on the Kankakee podcast Instagram is like, it's like four and a half by five and a half feet. Yeah, I could tell it's it was huge. huge. And it's it's made of nothing but metal and yeah. it's heavy. And, you know, it takes up a lot of space. All her stuff too of that stuff is all uh-huh. in her basement too. When okay. I saw that, I'm like, uh, I'm going to let her know. But I was like, it's going to suck <laughs> this, if she does one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the complete side note, I was I was just curious. I was like, I think maybe that's Eric's wife. Yeah. But I was like, I'm yep. not sure. Because I just saw that her last name was Carol, 
but I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure, but anyway, that's yeah, completely yep, that's completely life. sidetracked. She is my uh, my sill. We call each other Sill and Bill. Sill and Bill uh, for <laughs> brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Nice, I like that. But uh, I think I like she kind of started that. She did she like we were I don't know partying or a little bonfire at their place one night, and mm-hmm. I was heading. I was like, all right, I'm heading out, and she's like, see you, Bill. <laughs> And I was like, what? She goes, brother-in-law. I'm like, okay, later, Sill. Like, just, just so nerdy and It dumb. sounds like something you come up with after you've had a few. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. But it stuck. <laughs> it stuck. Very much so. So, I I mean, so yeah, Daniel Bishop and then Matt Yates, um, not to be confused with Matt Yeager, um, both incredible musicians. So, mm-hmm. um, so Matt, I didn't realize that. M- so Matt Yates is is he lives in town in yeah. the area because I knew for a while that he had lived in what was it L.A. or New York or or somewhere else. He uh, right man or I, I, he was at least traveling. He was on the road. Yeah, he was, he was on the road at least for traveling. Uh, Maybe I, even put up a net or champagne. I know for a tiny bit. champagne. That's yeah. what it was. So yeah. it wasn't super far, but I knew right. it was somewhere. I felt um, like he was in Nashville for a tiny bit too, but I could be wrong. Yeah. A g- amazing drummer. Oh yeah, both yeah. of them, Daniel and Matt. Oh right, both, Daniel. Yeah, yeah Daniel that's is, right. It's so funny, dude. I, I feel like so many people have no clue. Till one of our first shows. So when our first, like when I first started doing this whole um, playing out as a band, like I grew up playing solo acoustic, and that's all anyone knew me for. And um, and then I started playing out as a band. It was more a do. It was just me and Daniel were doing. Uh, me on an acoustic and then he would do like a really small little bop kit or or he'd break his kit down and just do a little a kick and a snare or, or snare and a hi-hat yeah and um and then our friend Corey Ponton uh he got in on guitar and then for quite a while we did a small handful of shows just us three two electrics and drums made that work me and Corey have incredibly different styles of playing and that just works so well and really I, I brought a lot of my acoustic stuff to the table and just with them turned it into full band electric stuff. Okay. And not nothing heavy. We didn't like, sure. I always think when I explain that, I always in my head hear those like, uh, like punk goes acoustic albums or like those, <laughs> like, or like those punk cover album or compilation albums where like they yeah. cover cheesy 70s songs, but they like really like rev them up. And mm-hmm. like, it wasn't anything like no, that. Right. Um, but it was funny. And then, uh, and then Eric Fitz, uh, joined the mix on bass and uh, we had like the four of us, our first like time together was in uh, Daniel's when his parents lived on Castle Coombe in Bourbonnet in the basement there. And uh, the four of us jammed out and I think it was more of just a jam, just a jam. And we were like, I was kind of showing them my originals and we were like four, like four or five songs in and everything sounding great and meshing. And we all just kind of looked at each other and like, we doing this? You guys want to do this? And And then no time later, I think, no time later we uh we got booked to play uh was it rock the stacks or whatever at the library oh i forgot that used to be a thing and so my name was on there uh just lupe carroll Uh um and i whoever it was that booked me for it i don't think it was it might have been no it wasn't allison beasley i know she had a lot to do with it but i feel like she 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 didn't book it because i thought she did she did a lot of the booking for it but whoever like specifically talked to me about playing that i said like hey yeah i'm in uh can i bring my can i play as a band like well yeah it's it's mostly bands anyway okay so we'll have the space and load out you know uh, arrangements and all that i'm like all right sweet okay but it was allison that's why i brought her up she came Mm -hmm. up to me after we were done and was like 
what the heck was that? I did, I've, I did not know you played electric. I did not know you played in a band. Like I, like, and then, so in that moment, and it was just like a month or two later, I was booked to play the Merchant Street Music Fest for the first time. And she came up to me freaking out about that. Cause then she said after that, like, Hey, we have you down to play. I think I was playing like the, uh, uh, the platform stage or the uh, train station? Oh, uh, the the hill stage, right? Not is the it? hill stage. What's oh, the, what I know are what they you're called? talking they call about. It like the platform stage or the platform, whatever it is. Yeah, because because you actually literally you're play, on the platform. Yeah, you yeah. literally play right next to the train tracks. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was in, That's right. in I was scheduled to do that acoustic solo, and then she saw that and we're like, uh, "Let me get back to you. Would you want to do the?" merchant street as a mm. band i'm like oh, i'd love to so she gets back to me two days later and was like hey how would you feel about playing friday night on the main stage and i think our first our my no it wasn't the first time but anyways it was uh, we, we ended up doing that and then every other year for three years or i guess six total technically but like we did it two more times and it was on the main stage friday or saturday night um, with those group of guys and it was just it was so awesome it was just so funny how what that turned into because i didn't care i just wanted to play yeah hell yeah like, well and and i mean merchant street is a huge yeah, oh, yeah man. music I, fest that just got bigger and bigger and yeah keeps doing so but yeah it was so neat i'll never forget my one of my favorite times doing it it was with uh, matt yates on drums and we opened for uh, matthew sweet and that okay. was that was really cool that was like one of the biggest one of the biggest crowds I ever played in front of, but man, yeah, and we were just on it. I just, I'll yeah. never forget the energy on stage and sharing that with those guys. Yeah. The, it's always a, a great time at Merchant. Yeah. And it's just always the, uh, the atmosphere. I love seeing all the, the diversity Yes, and not in just the crowd, but in the, the music that's being yeah. played as well. Absolutely. There's, there's a lot of different genres going yep. on. Like you'll you see. You name it. Right. <laughs> you yeah. Name it. Like serious. I mean. Gospel, folk, you're funk, not gonna hip hop. You're not going to see death. You're not going to hear death metal, but. You could. I, I don't think I've ever heard anything yeah. that hard. No. But regardless, there's still quite a plethora. Sure. Of genres um, at Merchant Street, yeah. you know. So, I mean, I can say they they have had pop punk bands because the Projection, yeah. which was my band, we played there twice. Nice. So, you know, we we took care of the the pop punk part of it. And I'm sure there were <laughs> other pop punk yeah. or punk esque bands to have sure. played there. But um, uh, real quick, I um. I want to start reading PSAs on the the show. So yeah, right on. I want to just read this off real quick. Um, and then uh, I want to we'll we'll dive into more of uh, uh, where Lupe comes from in the county and and yeah. how he and how you got your start. Um, but uh, so coming up, uh, the uh, the Bourbon and Grove Historical Society they do this every year. It's a it's a big fundraiser for them. The uh, Lay Artisans Arts and Crafts Fair. Uh, it's going to be on July fourth, as they have it every year, except for obviously last year because of COVID. But it is back this year. It's from nine until three p.m. at the Kankakee County Fairgrounds Expo and also the Outdoor Pavilion. Uh, if you've never been, it's just a, it's just a, a fair filled with all kinds of handmade goods. There's original art, and they've got food and drink covered there. There's usually some pretty good uh, food vendors out there. Um, and if you want to be a part of it, I know that you can contact the uh, Bourbon and Grove Historical Society if, if you're interested in uh, maybe, ha maybe having a booth space there. But uh, Lay Artisans Arts and Crafts Fair, Sunday, July 4th from 9, and, nine until 3 
at the Kankakee Fairgrounds Expo and Outdoor Pavilion. So, um, so Lupe, we we probably I probably should sh- should have went this route with you earlier, but <laughs> I know you are originally from Immense. Yep. Now, how long has your family been in Moments? Or when did your family get to Moments? Where is your family originally from? My mom, I believe, grew up in Moments. Uh, She was the, she's a, She's one of uh, ten kids. Uh, her parents had five boys, five girls. Oh wow! <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm third from the oldest of almost thirty cousins. Yeah. Um, and then my dad grew up in and is from Chicago Heights. And I want to say I'm pretty sure uh, high school years, maybe maybe junior high, but I'm pretty sure high school. Oh, uh, maybe junior high. Moved to moments uh, from Chicago Heights, uh, but my mom. Um, oh yeah. So, so back to my mom, she was, um, she's the third from the oldest of the 10, uh, the two oldest and on were all born in Mexico. Um, and then my mom was the first born in the U S. Um, and funny side note that I always feel, um, it's just fun to tell people about, but she, with that being said, uh, come high school years, like she couldn't, my mom couldn't speak like fluent or clear English till the second grade. And she flunked Spanish. <laughs> what? <laughs> is it because she didn't, didn't try? It's, it's or just Spanish. It's not oh, Mexican yeah, Spanish. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, and, and I feel like text, <laughs> would text, I mean, textbook Spanish was probably uh, written by someone who wasn't, and oh, well, and of course, um, you know, uh, if you're raised in, in uh, Mexico speaking their version of Spanish. It's different from sure, totally the, the the Spanish that's spoken in, in Spain yeah. or any other probably yep. like a South American well, and, and there's and there's all there's dialects and all that stuff too. It's it's similar to uh I, I didn't know till I think it was like junior high I was talking to my mom about it because I noticed I was like, what's with uh it was like one of our cousins or something who's from further South Mexico and I was asking her uh, why he talked why he spoke a certain way and it was kind of that cadence of um and i'm sure you hear a lot of like stereotyping like mexicans and the way they uh, speak spanish or english on a cartoon or tv show and you hear like that na 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 like okay. that kind of cadence okay and she brought up and and hopefully if like you know a fellow latino or mexican or whatever's listening to this they're like uh with me on this but i think she had said like that's more of like a southern so like in the U.S., you've got like the southern drawl and like the southern accent. This yes. and that. In Mexico, that's the southern okay. drawl or you know accent. Okay, that's um, cool to know. So yeah, it's just there's different. Yeah, um, I know it can almost come off as like a different. You'd think that they're maybe speaking a totally different, like possibly Portuguese or you know whatever. Yes, and, but it's it's just a different. Yeah, cadence. my my brother Josh, um, his wife is uh, Puerto Rican. Okay, her family's Puerto Rican, and he was explaining to me um, how. Their, their their version of of Spanish is yeah. is it's different. very different from yeah. yeah very very different from uh you know what the Spanish that's spoken in yep. Mexico. I went to uh I don't know if we talk about this later or whatever, but <laughs> um, also doing barbering. Um, oh but yeah, in barber school, I one of my uh, instructors who I became really good friends with, still good friends, and then there was this other guy that he didn't know much English at all, a uh, younger guy, a uh, student, but the two of them were both from Puerto Rico. Um, and the two of them really hit it off for that reason. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was fun listening to them really go back and forth because a lot of, uh, a lot of the fellow students were Latino. Most of them were Mexican. And, um, 
and uh, Beltran, Thomas uh, was his name, but Beltran, we all called him his last name, Beltran. And it was funny, we'd have these, like, we would joke about, like, all the Mexican guys, like, he would joke that he's like, man, it sounds like there's a contest of, like, who can sound more Mexican yelling my name? Because when we would finish a cut, <laughs> we would yell for one of the instructors. We would, see, like, Ross was another one, be like, Ross, mm-hmm. check for them to come check our haircut. Yeah. And before the person got up out of the chair and there was always something to fix. But, <laughs> but with him, you would always hear like every day, a different Mexican guy, like Beltran. And then like the next day, Beltran. And then like, it would just get heavier. Just and heavier, really like, trail and like, and then we'd start getting done with it. <laughs> Beltran. <laughs> um, so were you raised to, to speak both Spanish and English? No, I, man, I wish I'm, I can't tell you how like, my insides just sunk when you asked me that. Like, yeah, I'm I, I so just kind of I'm just kind of surprised. It must have just been. I was around my, it a ton. I'm sure, I just, and still are. Yeah. I would imagine, um, but probably maybe by that point in your mother's life, she had probably learned English fairly well. Oh yeah, you, you can't you know? tell. Yeah, right now, I mean, I, I I very much think you can see you can see that she's Latina, that, that mm-hmm. she's Mexican, but right. Um, but otherwise, if if you can't and like hearing her hearing her speak, you would you wouldn't know that she spoke Spanish. Mm-hmm. But when she does, I mean, it's you wouldn't think she could speak English. I mean, she, um, <laughs> that is such a gift. Yeah, it is oh, such totally. a cool. It's and such it, a cool just, thing. Uh, I so I uh, my first uh, shot that I got getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I was there, and the second I get up to the counter, there was this guy that was hit, and I just it broke my heart and made me pissed at myself. But this, there was this older Mexican guy and was having issues with like communicating with the lady at the computer. Oh man. Yeah, dude. And I was just, I was like kicking myself in that moment. I'm like, oh, if I could just take two steps over and be like, hey brother, what are you, tr- what are you trying to say to her? Yeah. You know? And, and then just yeah. like, boom, fix that situation. Cause from that moment on checking in, you don't have to say anything to anybody. He would have been right. all clear. And instead, like I had, um, I knew these two other nurses and ladies that were at the areas where I was checking in. And they both looked at me and glanced over there with their eyes asking me, can you help? And I, and my eyes were saying, no, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm such a, I'm a Mexicant. Like, I'm just, I'm Mex- I, is that what they call? <laughs> no, it's, I, the first time I heard that was in, I think the, I forget what the movie was. <laughs> it was with Johnny Depp said it to, uh. I forget the guy, the actor's name. What was it? It was uh, Antonio Banderas, those movies where he's like, he's Is guitar- that Once Upon a Time yes, in Mexico? that was the movie. Okay. He's, uh, the, he's like sending this like uh, hitman, other uh-huh. uh, like, I forget the- uh, The scenario. Yeah, but yeah. he's like going to kill some other guy and, and he's like, he goes, you going to do it or not? You call yourself, are you a Mexican or a Mexican? <laughs> and like, and that was the first time I heard that line, but I heard that me and my brothers looked at each other and were just like, that was amazing. <laughs> we're like, we're totally going to start using that. Right? Wow, I love it. That's like me. I've got this French name, but I'm my French is oh man, don't I, even. I love that yeah, the I French language too. Yeah, um, that that's besides the point. So <laughs> I don't even know what we were originally talking about. Well, we we were just talking about um, you know, like where your parents mm. came from, and obviously they yes. they yeah. landed in Moments, and yeah. that's where you were raised. Yep. Um, and then when I I know when I first met you was at the sweetest sugar shop oh, yeah. in moments Heck yeah. um it was this what it was an ice cream shop mm-hmm. and whoever owned it i don't know how the the shows started to get thrown there because i was i was only like 10 sure. or 11 at this time the owner's kids 
were all in like punk bands and okay. stuff. Okay. So I that, figured that was probably... Yeah, they were super laid back, really cool people. But yeah, they very much were all about giving another outlet. Because at that time in Moments, which you wouldn't think, but there was like two or three other places where we were able to have shows there. And well, stuff. the bowling alley. Yep. Um, was there... Th- those are the only two places I knew of in Moments um, that were... There was, and and to, like, to be clear, the, the Swedish sugar shop was on Washington. Yep. Right? Yep. In Moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what's in there now. I'm sure there's some business in yeah. there. Just to give someone reference on where this this place was. Yeah, if anyone knows where you don't uh, know. Actually, I almost... No, it wasn't this. I mean, it was not that far down the street from... Uh, you know where Yanni's, Yanni's. I was going to say Yanni's. It was like next door to that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say it was... Next a, door or, or, or two doors down, but it was... Something... Yeah. Yeah, it was very close. And at the time, it was Simpsons. Yes. Yeah. That's the... I was trying to think of the name of it. Man. Okay, Simpsons. Their biscuits and gravy was... Yeah, I, I, seriously, everyone in the county, I feel like, knew, knew, that, knew that restaurant. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it was like a big deal to go yeah, there. Um, so anyway, amazing. so that's when I first met you, because you were playing in a band called Greenwood, right? Mm-hmm. And so that would have been, like I said, that was 2000-ish, early 2000s yeah. at this point. Um, so is that when music like came into your life or were you raised on music no, way before I, then? Yeah, or? I was very much raised on it. I Nobody played um, by any means, but uh, it was just my parents um, still do, obviously, but it, they love music. My mom, um, it was, I got a lot of different um, stuff, a lot of different genres from both my mom and dad. My dad, my mom was heavily into um disco motown um and then like the you know mariachi music and cumbia music and um so like you know the day spent with her or on the road like man we'd we'd go from listening to marvin Gaye, the temptations to like the next day we'd go shopping and celine dion nothing but that and then the next day it was um mariachi music or like celine like celine i'm a huge selena, selena. fan i love okay. selena um but yeah, just all that. And then my dad um, was like, you know, rock, folk rock, blues, folk music. And my dad got me into, my dad's a huge Pink Floyd fan. That's like his favorite. <laughs> um, and then he turned me on to like Led Zeppelin. And uh, what got me playing and singing, and I'll, I'll never forget this. And I always, this is like my go-to. I can't remember right now. Because in look. Greenwood, you were the lead vocalist, right? Yeah, lead vocalist and bass player. Yeah. And I played guitar at the time. Like, I'd pick guitar up and played that. I don't remember you playing bass. I thought it was guitar. Yeah, no, I played bass. And then our friend Jake Locke um, was on guitar. And then Austin Thompson on drums. And the fun thing with Austin Thompson at the time, and he was very young, but he looked 10. (laughs) And it was the funniest (laughs) thing playing these shows because, like... Well, you were probably, what, 16 at the time? Something like that. 14 or 15, maybe even. Yeah, because my brother Josh was 15 or 16. Yeah, I think I'm a year younger than I'm. You guys are right around the same same age. age. Yeah. What was he born in, 86, 87? Yeah, 86. Okay. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so uh, Jake was, I think, a year or two younger than me. And then Austin, a year or two younger than him. Eh, Maybe just a year. So he was younger, but at that age, like, (laughs) he's also just this, like, now, I mean, he's in his, I'm assuming, late 20s or whatever, but... um, he still looks, you know, if he shaves off his, you know, facial hair, I'm sure <laughs> he, I'm sure he looks 14. Yeah, that's, hair. that's we true. Look lot, um, we look a lot younger. Which I'll have to remember now. <laughs> I was going to say, if, uh, yeah, if you want to look younger, guys, just shave your beard. Uh, yeah, right. 
it, it's it's becoming a thing. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that was a uh, that was a big part of me playing out. Mm-hmm. Um, my first experiences of playing out uh, was at the Swedish Sugar Shop. Yep, and yeah. with that band. Yeah. Um, Who else was in that band besides Jake? Um, just Austin Thompson. Oh, the drummer. Awesome. Yep. Oh, it was just were, us three. You were, you were three. Yep. Three just a trio. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, me and Jake were. T- I for the first time. He he's been in Chicago for a long time. He just moved back with his wife to. Uh, she's from Saint Anne, and oh, they okay. moved to they moved back to Saint Anne. And I just started cutting his hair. <laughs> and uh, me and him were of course talking the old days, like the last time we hung out, like uh, when I recorded uh, the full length with my band. Um, Austin Thompson uh, was our sound was our engineer. No he, way. Yeah, he was working at CRC in Chicago, so we had come full circle. We had this moment before the band came with me. We went there so I could lay down acoustic reference tracks. Mm-hmm. And while doing that, I think we were like in the middle of the second song, and we like I felt like we both maybe we didn't say anything, but we both maybe got choked up. But like I look, we made eye contact through the boardroom and in the uh, where I was recording, and we just kind of had this moment. Like I stopped, and then he stopped it. And it was the neatest. And that's the love we found, right? Yeah. That yes. record. Yep. Okay. You it know what? Wait. I think. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, snap. Let me see if uh, I might have that in my bag here. I used to. The. Uh, yeah. Look, look the, at that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what is that in there? Uh, I think it was a ticket. Okay. Because I've got. Oh. Heck there's yeah, a, man. Yeah. All kinds of stuff in there. But That's yeah, awesome. Still, still, still got it here. This yeah. is, <laughs> this has been. Let me see that. Yeah, there you go. Um, you gave that to me. I think when I first interviewed you on um, on River Country, dude. Like, this, I've never seen one so weathered. This is awesome. <laughs> I only see them in shrink wrapper <laughs> if I take them out because someone yeah. wants it signed. But man, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, been a hot. Awesome. This is awesome. Yeah, but um, yeah, still got it. Heck yeah, so. man. So yeah, so we were in. Uh, looking at each other through there and like i i did like i just like stopped mid-song i don't know what i was recording but we looked at each other and then he just like punched in to talk to me through the headphones but to to say and show just how on the same page we were in that moment like he punched in while i'm looking at him just cheesing and he punches in and goes like pretty well like i just hear like click and i just hear like the of the room and he's just like pretty wild isn't it (laughs) and then i was just like yeah, <laughs> and then we and then we still like another like minute stared at each other. And yeah, then, and then he's like, "All right, starting you over." Like, yeah, there was you know didn't laugh about it. Didn't you know? Right. Just, it, no, it was that's just this, and we never talked about it again. There was no like we didn't go out for a drink that night and right. talk about how or whatever. But I think years later we might have brought up at a at a party or something, just saying like, "Man, like how neat." And not even we didn't bring that moment up. We just brought up like, we were talking to someone else about. Um, it was with my brother actually, and he had gotten to talking about how it bums him out when he says hey to an old friend that he hasn't seen in forever, and he asks how they're doing, and they say, "Just living the dream." Ugh, and yeah, and they say I it hate with that response. Same man, but like my brother, when they're always when he asks first, and then they say that, and then they're like, "What about you?" And my brother's always quick to be like, "Nah, literally living the dream," but <laughs> no, says like, it differently. Like, yeah, right, like literally, it's and me great, and Austin yeah. got to talking about how like man, we totally are like we're our yeah. own bosses. We, you know, just it was something like who knows how long ago that we said like, "Oh man, like well, what are you going to do? What's your ten year plan? What are you going to do? Blah 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 <laughs> with your life." It's like, well, I'm going to be a musician. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to be a sound engineer. I'm going to work in a studio and this and that. And he's, 
working with and has worked with really big artists and it's like a name, I guess you don't want to totally tie yourself to now, but like before <laughs> he settled down at CRC, he he did this long stint with, was like doing sound engineer stuff for R. Kelly. Wow. Um, but when, and then I think right now he's in New York still maybe, but just doing huge stuff with it. Mm-hmm. And it was the neatest thing to, to make an album with him. Yeah. Um, it, like you said, <clears throat> excuse me, it, things just come full circle. Yeah, yeah, it was so neat. And it was yeah. funny too, like the downside of that was my extra comfort with him because there were times where like I, t- I stressed to him and everyone with us that like not as much as the band because I was like, this is like my thing, but it's our thing. But then yes. like with him and the assistant engineer, I told them like, hey, this is our thing. But, but we are very, and I am very open-minded, like, please, like, if you hear something, like, man, yeah. throw it out there. Like, mm-hmm. this other guy, I, I, he, he was a really solid musician and knew his stuff. I was like, man, if you hear something, like, come come in, like, pause, come in here, grab my guitar, sit at whatever, and play it, show us, like, let me know. So, like, I, I said that, but at the same time, I'm also pretty strong-headed and, and whatnot <laughs> about what I want. So, there were times, very often it happened that Austin would punch Uh-oh. in. Hey, what if we did this? And then I'd punch back in like, hey, what if we didn't? All right, let's take that from the top. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> and then every time he's like, hey, you said, I'm like, no, 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 I know. But I didn't say I was going to take your advice every time. <laughs> I just said, feel free to let us know. Oh, that's funny. That's that's too good. <laughs> yeah, I said it. So what? Yeah. You know. <laughs> let's just do another take. Screw yeah. you. <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly how it was I know, said. But, I'm, I'm or I just te- met I'm, with the whole. I'm just teasing. Hey, yeah. what if we did this? What yeah. if we didn't? Yeah. <laughs> um, That'd be cool too, right? So, I mean, a lot of people were. A lot of people knew about you before the voice happened, but that's still like how a lot of people were introduced to you sure, and how a lot of people still refer you as, Oh, that was the guy on the voice. Yeah. Like, so Which, just for, for, so like for reference when people are like, Oh, okay. I know. And cause like, you know, you were on the voice and well, Nick Lynch was on idol, right? I think so. I have no idea. I think he was. Yeah. I'm I was going to sure. say, I, I don't, I don't know how far he got, but I could swear he was on idol. I don't think it was yeah. the voice. I um, heavily, do not follow any of the shows. <laughs> yes. And I same, didn't at the time here. either. Like, right. I, 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 I don't just not follow them. I'm not into them. And it's just, and I'm not like, I mean, I'm over that I did it, but I'm not, a, I'm not above it. Like I stress to people that I'm not, I don't look at it as this like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. It's mm-hmm. the dumbest thing. It's not, of course it's not. It was, it was, no. it was insane. It was incredible. Yeah. It was yeah, cause you were, a phenomenal experience. It yeah. Was, cause you were doing really well. Yeah, and it was just, yeah. it was a really neat thing in my life, and uh, I made some incredible friends through it that I'm still friends with, and I, I've gotten a couple things that are still going on in my life because of it that some really big doors I got my feet in. Um, but yeah, but with that being said, like, I, I, through doing that, I found out from, about people in our area, Nick Lynch, there's this other guy, I think, from Wilmington that was on, maybe The Voice or another show, but mm-hmm. but the funny thing with that- Or there's America's Got Talent. Something like that. Oh, you know I, what? That Iron, Iron Horse. You familiar oh, yeah, with them. Iron they Horse? Were, they yep. were on America's yep. Got Talent. They were also another, I don't know if you know this or remember this or recognize them. Oh, dadgummit. What was the name? Man, I, oh, I hate that I didn't look this up to ask you about it or even think about it. There was another punk band- that played at the Swedish Sugar Shop. I can't remember their names, but they were in it. 
they were those in... two twin brothers were the like the front guys of the southern oh oh um they they Do played um we used to play in a band with uh with Carl and Aaron okay uh, it wasn't Iron Horse. It was like County something. Okay. But I don't know. But it if... wasn't that. I'm talking back in like okay. our teenage years. Yeah, see, I don't remember. You might have still been, you might have been a bit young. I don't even know if I, I don't remember seeing them when I was that okay. young. I don't remember meeting them. I hate that. Me- I can't remember. The, the <laughs> I don't remember name. meeting uh, Aaron and Carl from Iron Horse, the, the twin brothers. I don't remember meeting them until... Later on, when I was when okay. I was a teenager and I was in the projection playing, sure. you know, punk shows because I played with their band in Crete, like at least three or four times. Okay, I want to say. Yeah. And now the name I think their their name was called like County Line or or something like that. And it was like huh. literally taking country and punk and mashing okay. them together. That was their sound. Um, and I can't remember if Iron Horse was going. I think Iron Horse might have been actually going at that time. Maybe. Or maybe Iron Horse came after that that band did. But um, yeah. anyway, regardless, um, we I know we, the last time, I think it was when I took uh, my son, Owen, <clears throat> to get a haircut at your house we were talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's when we were talking about the voice, but it, it, what year was that? Was that it? Has it been ten years already? Because that's what it's getting I feel close, like, which is crazy. Because it, it, it was two thousand and twelve, two thousand thirteen. I oh, think okay, it aired. So. No, it, I feel like it aired two thousand fourteen ish, or maybe later two thousand thirteen. Well, um, the the um, two thousand thirteen. The, the love we found was released in fourteen, right? Yes. So two thousand thirteen for sure. Is when it aired. Yeah. But, so you were probably. Like, I was out recording. there back and forth from here in LA early in the year 2013. And if I remember right, it was like in the month of September that the show aired. Okay. Of 2013. Of 13. And so I it's did, getting cl- like close to 10 years yeah, already. Yep. Wow. So so let's let's walk through your your experience with the voice. Then starting from that that first audition did you go to auditions in chicago yep so a lot of people don't know i tried out for right before right before well what what what, like brought you to actually do it was it family and friends because it was like the voice was what uh was it even a year old at that time? The voice has been around for a long time it was maybe just a couple years old so so here what i was just gonna say i tried out for season two yeah it would have been season two um and and the open calls actually went really well. Um, I got a call back and then did the whole, what they do when they go to city to city. They're in that city for, I think, about a week. Just shy, probably shy of a week, less than a week for sure. Uh, maybe four or five days. And they do, you know, they go through all the people. There's like, it's like a two-day thing, I think. And then maybe a day in between of like really going through what they just did. Um, and then there's the, the callback thing, which I think might be, also a day or two, maybe just one. Um, but I did all that and I made it through the callback thing and went to this table to fill out a stack of paperwork. And I wish that the last thing I signed, I wish would have been the first thing in the pack. Oh no. What was it? It was, um, I don't remember the, the verbiage, the, the wording, but it was something along the lines of, if you can do all this, here's the roundabout dates pretty precisely but roundabout dates that you'll be doing it are you available like the date that it mentioned 
was my wedding date. Oh my and all God. that stuff. And I I told my wife, like, I think I texted her in that moment, like, uh, pff, we're not moving our wedding date around for this for this crap. <laughs> so um and so, so this I was, was probably a- the only one there that like pretty quickly wrote no. I was like, No, I can't. And this was the first time. This is the you, first time I tried out. This the and okay. Yeah, and I think maybe two months later, because I remember still I I was still at home. I remember getting an email saying like, "Hey, start to inform you," and I was just like, <laughs> "Whatever." I don't, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, I'm not more bummed about it. And then, uh, <laughs> so then, me and Melissa had been married for a couple of years, probably, yeah, right? I th- or maybe just over a year. And uh, you know, no kids at the time. Uh, apartment living easy living just you right know, things just are enjoying good. yourselves no reason to say no to anything yeah so a, a close friend of ours uh, another kind of local uh, talent that a good handful of people know about misty cole okay um phenomenal vocals i have st- i still i don't know if i've met her i mean i obviously know sure her i hope you get to people meet her because she's such a freaking sweetheart man i have to have uh, her on uh, on the podcast she maybe. would be a blast i'm, I'm sure not she joking would. dude i mean she like would, i said i i she'd light your house up like i I'm just, <laughs> she just she does that in any room i, she's I can't in. recollect me ever meeting her yeah but maybe i have but anyway that's besides the point so so misty is the one that so she was uh trying out the year that i that things uh that i did it um she called me I think like the night before, I want to say it was the night before that she was going, I was like, Hey, carpool with me, uh, try out with me. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to like, I don't want to do this by myself. Like, I'm not even sure I want to do this. Like she was also kind of like people are like, Misty, go try it. So she's doing that. I'm like, Oh, she goes, think about it. Think about it. Text me back, whatever. Like she was so hyped. I'm like, let me, okay, let me call you back. <laughs> so I let her go. I look at Melissa. She's like, who's that? What was that all about? And I was like, it was Misty Cole. Like she wants me to. Blah, blah, blah. So, like, I go online to even look up. I'm like, can I even carpool to this thing with her? Like, I'd done it before, and it was a pretty tightly run thing. So, luckily, I did that because then I was like, oh. for one, my all my info was saved on, like, the NBC's database thing. So, like, uh-huh. the neat thing with that, I didn't have to do all this filling out stuff. I was able to – it took me straight to a page to print out this um, – pass thing to show that I was auditioning. So I was like, it's kind of, it's kind of amazing that they kept that. Sure. Sure. Which which kind of made sense because of how far I made it with the callback stuff. Oh, that's true. And I had to make an account as it was. So like going onto the NBC's page thing for it. Yeah. The the fact that it had a thing where it said like login, I'm sure there's other people that have accounts on there just for other stuff. That makes right. True. true. So I, Melissa was like, well, babe, we, you know, why not? Like, like give it a shot. Like just you know, so I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I guess. And uh, so I texted Misty and was like, yeah, let me. Uh, I was like, I'll let you know. I was like, give me, give me a little. It was like early, early evening. I was like, I'll let you know tonight. So I went on there and and um, called her like no time later. I was like, hey, I, I'm gonna try it, but here's the thing. And like I before I called her, like went on the computer and like the day that I think she was going on Saturday and mm-hmm. like that day filled up. So like oh, I no. I. Uh, my stuff went through and I signed in and all that and it gave me my time and date and it was for Sunday. So then I was kind of annoyed because I was like, oh, I kind of didn't want to do this in the first place and now I don't now... even get to carpool with a friend of mine. Yeah. Oh, man. So I called her back and was like, hey, I'm doing it, but I can't carpool with you. So thanks for getting me into this oh, and, or man. for you know, talking me into it. Um, oh. And then another funny thing, that night our printer, we either didn't have one at the time or uh-huh. it was broke. But I... I remember being so shaky, need and winded, but I was like, it was getting late. It was starting to rain and I had my cruiser board and I like skated 
to Daniel Bishop's house. <laughs> and I think Daniel at the time was in, uh, he was either in Utah for doing some school stuff like geology stuff, or he was in uh, Liberia, Monrovia, Africa <laughs> with the Peace Corps. Oh my gosh. I think it was that. I think he was in wow. Africa at the time. So he wasn't home. So I texted, I either called or texted his dad or his brother. And his brother was up and I'm like, hey, can I use your printer? Like, die, like emergency. Like I need to print this thing out because like first thing in the morning I had to go up there. So like I like skated like so hard and fast to their house and there's like most of that trip's uphill and I'm just like pushing so hard and like it's kind of downhill to their house. So I got to like coast a little bit, but then I'm like just like sweat running down my yeah. face and I run inside to like print my thing off, which was, it was such a simple thing. I'm like, this is so dumb that I couldn't just have something on my phone. Yeah. Skate back home and, and I'm like, all right, we're, we're good. So went up there the next day and did you end up going by yourself then? I did, yeah, yeah. Okay. I went went by myself, did the open call thing. Um what did you play? So for the open call, it's a cappella. Oh, that's right. So and what did you sing then? I sang Do you have to you can could you pick whatever you want? With that, with the open call, you can pick okay. you, you they tell you to bring a song or two or three to the table. Okay. Um to just have prepped a verse and a chorus. Um, they recommend knowing the whole song in case they want you to sing more, but just know a verse and chorus, uh, you know, they stress to not take offense, but like sing, like keep singing, but like they'll cut you off after the chorus or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're all pretty, you know, like the other neat, it was at the, uh, what is that place? The, uh, Donald E. Stevens convention center, huge place. Never been in there till I saw this unreal. Um, so I'm in there all these rooms, conference rooms, like little, like smaller meeting rooms and stuff. And then I'm sure they're able to like block them off. They yeah. had 10 people to a room, to each room, thousands of people like in these lines, but it was like, they like you always cut see them on off TV. It. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And they'd cut them off. 10, 10 people would go off to a room and then one by one, they'd call a name up. You'd go stand in the middle of the room. They'd tell you go, which kind of, that made it easier. Cause I remember thinking, I'm like, man, for one, like when I don't have my guitar, like, like, I'm good on stage. Like, if you stick me in front of 5,000 people with my band or that's my crutch, man. Like, right. I'm fine. I'm golden. You take that thing away from me. I'm, I'm uh Will Ferrell in uh Talladega nights doing this thing. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? And, uh, and I really didn't. And, um, man, it was just such a goofy thing, but I, I believe I did. Um, it was kind of new at the time. I just looked up like, I was like, man, what's like a soulful pop song that would probably be a good one to try? And I did. It was a Gavin Gavin McGraw. Gavin DeGraw. Gavin DeGraw. Best um, I ever had. There's he's got uh, he's got a string of what's that? Um, songs. I went on to play. Ended up playing it a lot at shows and stuff. Um, if you ask me. Oh yeah. Um, say I'm doing just fine. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I know the song, but now I forget the name of it. Yeah, but, anyway, yeah. I, I, so I that sang was, that. That was a big one. Didn't get far into it till like, she kind of cut off just simply saying, like, don't do that one. And it hit me. I didn't even need to ask her why. I was like, I bet every other person here is mm. Like, that's one of the songs that everyone's picking. Yeah. She's like, what else you got? And I was like, um. So then I said, and I remember be, I was, there was this very large it was just like me and him were just like geeking out on like soul and Motown, but this like very large black guy was like sitting by me in with that, in that group of 10. 
and me and him were like, you know, just talking to Otis Redding and all this old school stuff. Guy had a, his speaking voice was gorgeous. <laughs> and so my other, for one, this was my other song I picked, but like, I didn't plan on being in a room with this man. And oh, no. I was like, when she's like, what's your other song? And I was like, um, a change is going to come by, like, I was like wanting to mumble it, but it, a change is going to come by, um, Sam Cook. Okay. And... And I remember even like I said it and then kind of glanced at that guy and he was like cheesing at me. He's like, yeah, brother. Like, yeah, like, yeah <laughs> he's like, do, do it, it yeah. do it. And I'm, and so I, and I like, that was just one of my, that was one that I played. I, I love that song. Like I get choked up every time I sing. I might've gotten a little choked up when I sang it then. Probably. I mean, and, um, in those circumstances. Sure. So I started playing it or start singing it and I'm like a couple lines in and that guy sitting next to me, like just, you know, and they, they stressed every, like everyone, please be quiet and respectful, blah, blah, blah. That guy, like two lines in, he's like, okay, okay. And like, gets all excited, which got me amped up. So then I started belting it more, but like after that, and they're like, all right, go ahead and sit down. Thank you. And, um, so me, that guy and this kid. Uh, got held by because then when once everyone tries out they're like all right thank you guys so much and just to be clear um the the people that you audition in front of aren't the celebrities no, you just, see on tv just pr people yeah. from i feel like a lot of people know that but just yeah. in case someone doesn't know that just want to be clear like sure you weren't at this point you weren't in the room with the celebrity, celebrity right right the celebrity no, judges of, you see on bunch of uh pr people and production people and whatnot that uh are assigned to each room to yeah. sit that know what they're listening for and um, are trained in that. Um, so they held, so they, you know, they say that thanks for coming. And then they, I feel like that guy that sings chocolate rain when I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I guess I don't rain. need or want to let the audience know, but like I had one of those ice waters that are like carbonated. Oh, is that what? I literally, no, that's, this is just water. But oh. right before I left, I took like three drinks, but then I put it back in the fridge because I'm like, this is the dumbest thing to be drinking right now <laughs> before yeah, going to do a podcast because I'm going to be burping. <laughs> oh, it's so okay. sure enough, every time I've done that, I just don't want to burp on this mic. But it, when I do it, it, do you remember his music video? I think so. He, that's had, been... he had like um, captions that's, that was like letting you know what he was doing in his studio, but he'd be like, chocolate rain. And then he would like go back singing. But when he would jump off the mic to do that, a uh -huh. caption popped up saying, this him. is me taking my breath and I didn't want my breath to be on the mic. <laughs> so when I'm doing that, I keep thinking of, oh boy, uh, I hope a ton of people are like, what is what, 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 what are they talking about? Man, that, so, talk about 10 years old. I think that one's about 10 years old at least, maybe maybe older. Dude. But anyway, so so they say, okay, thank you for coming. Now at that point, do you go home or are you sticking around or how does so that I work? So I stick around, the room empties, they have the three of us sing a little bit more of another song. Okay. Um, I don't remember what it was I had picked out, but I remember them telling me like, hey, you're with your voice. And then it, this was a cool thing. They were like, are you into, like, do you know any like Van Morrison, Ray LaMontagne? And I'm just like, you guys are naming my favorite artists off. I'm like, pick a song. Which one do you want me to sing? Yeah. yeah. So like the lady, she, she seriously says, um, she goes, do you know, uh, do you know Jolene, Ray LaMontagne? It's like, yeah. She goes, sing that. So I start singing it and she, like, she stopped me at the end of the first verse and was like, okay, uh, go sit down. And then like, she was already, she was like filling out my callback. And you're paper. just like, what the? <laughs> yeah. And I'm, and, uh. And I honestly, like in that moment when there was less people in the room, I felt comfier too mm -hmm. about doing that. So then 
think it was like three days later at this other location in Chicago. It's like a big practice space where a lot of bigger bands, Chicago-based bands and uh, traveling bands practice and rehearse. Um, they had that whole place shut down for them to do callbacks. With the callbacks, you had to have an accompaniment or play an instrument or a track. Um, so this one wasn't. Um, so for this part, and it was funny, like, I don't, I don't think I ran into another person that that, we, that you saw that wasn't um nervous that wasn't like not oh, yeah everyone was still like just like oh man like you know and like that was just that was simply connecting everyone like man yeah. how, how are you like everyone was like checking on everyone <laughs> and i was like so i was kicked back in a corner just kind of like in my own thoughts like still debating if i even wanted to do this yeah. <laughs> but here i was in this moment and i, I remember uh, that guy like i said hey to him because i talked to him for so long at that thing um, cause was, not only were we in that room together, like we were in line for hours uh, together. What, was he there? He, so he was there. Oh, he um, got called back. Yep. Okay. Him. And then there was this younger kid that was in the room with us that mm -hmm. uh, got called back. Um, so we, we talked for a bit and, and hung out a little and like, you know, dude was super nervous. I'm like, man, don't. I was like, don't be him. Like, just have yeah. fun. I was like, I don't, my biggest thing too, like I, I was, I had been gigging for so long already. And again, like I, th I think it helped that I just genuinely wasn't. I just I kind of didn't want to be there like I, yeah. but again not in this like smug like this this is dumb well no not yeah. in that kind of way because I, just, I mean at that point I remember uh you know the the late 2000s early 2010s I remember you were gigging a ton yeah around that at that time i yeah. just remember seeing your and name and i'll take all everywhere. that gigging like that over doing anything reality television right so that's anytime. i mean I, th I think that's just where yeah you know, your yeah. head's at it's just like you're you're a working musician sure and here yeah. i am in this thing i'm like what like, yeah. what are we doing like, like i, I wanted to get on a soapbox in front of all these people i'm like you guys let's just go home like <laughs> let's go back to like jamming in garages and playing our venue like, yeah, like what, are we, what are we doing venues, guys what yeah. are we really like yeah. Is anyone here really, truly, a hundred percent relying on making it in this show for right. things to matter or for you to be, yeah. you know, solidified as a as a exactly you made it music like yeah. you know what I mean like it's yep. just not. So you're at the callbacks. You see that um, that guy that was standing in line next to you mm -hmm. at the original audition at the yeah. first audition. Um, so you're just kind of kicking back. And yeah, we're. Uh, we're just chit-chatting. Um, I was just getting to know him a little better then because then I was just kind of like trying to comfort him when he told me that he was so nervous. And I remember he was pretty relaxed at the open call thing. And then it was like now that I think he had a track, I think he had like a CD or something on him for his uh, for his thing. Um, but I just remember like trying to, I was like, do you, I was like, do you gig out? Like, what do you, you know, older guy um, or, you know, a bit older than me, but I think his whole story or thing, like he didn't really gig out a lot, but like he'd play, like he'd do little projects or group things and like every now and then would do a gig here and there. So like I wasn't able to like get him to relate to what the, was comforting me, which it, was the, like the working. Yeah. Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. So like, and he, he was one, but he, he was kind of not in like it's, this is do or die, but he was kind of more of someone that was there that was like really relying on something to happen with this. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just, I went on to tell him, but he had asked me like him and then this other, uh, this young lady, uh, was like, kind of just was sitting by us and got, we all, the three of us got to talk in, but she had asked, she goes, well, are you like, how are you feeling? Like, are you nervous? And I was like, no, no. It's like, no, 
and both and then the other guy too you're probably like, just thinking you know just wanting this to be over yeah yeah you know? i honestly i was like i don't i was like man i'm I was like, I'm, I'm more stressed. I was like, I'm really hoping there's not a ticket on my car. Like when I get out of here, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. like where we were at, and I kept, uh, yeah, I was just like, no, I'm, I'm really not. Yeah. Um. And, you know, I just, and I told them, just that I was like, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I was, I, I was like, I nodded at my guitar and it's like, I, I got my crutch with me. I was like, when I, that open call thing, I'm like, that was a mess then because I, you didn't have your guitar. I don't. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I don't sing in front of people yeah. just to sing. So what did you end up singing? So I did uh, um, the couple songs I brought with to do. I did Trouble by Ray LaMontagne and Windows Are Rolled Down by um, Amos Lee. Um, I did those two. (laughs) It was a, that was also like a neat and weird thing. So we're on this like really neat, like I think they had shows and stuff at this, at this venue, at this place. Um, but it was a neat, it was, it was very, so that was the other thing too. Like I walk into where we're performing, it looked like I was playing a show. Okay. You know, so it was like an with auditorium. Yeah. yeah. No, it was like a small, it was like a, it made me think of like this, um, you ever been to like Shubas or Subtrain? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like that, but a little smaller. Oh, So it was okay. a smaller, but okay. like legit little stage and oh, stuff. Okay, cool. Um, so that, so you kind of had the comfort of like, you're entertaining this time and you're on like there was like speakers and stuff you're mm-hmm. on a mic okay not just you in a conference room nothing yeah, you're right. in a you're in a room cranked up and they had like on a track they had a camera and stuff so like you felt like you're shooting a music video <laughs> and i'm pretty good at like tuning stuff out when i need to like yeah. i'm not an actor i'm not like that stuff but when it comes to needing to do something in that sense even if it is acting or whatever like if something like hey could you whatever i'm like yeah sure Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, I'm comfortable. Like, I'm, that's sure. Whatever you need or want. I'm not going to make it weird by being weird. Like, I just, <laughs> I see other people do that. I'm like, man, I totally get that. I was like, but there's no need for it. Like, there's the, just yeah. do it. Just do like, it. Just, yeah. You know, and you're going to be so happy with yourself. Exactly. Down the road. So in that moment, um, you know, she's like, make sure like really give us, um, give us your eyes. Like really like kind of like, kind of like sing to us like you're trying to like you're impressing some lady or blah 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 and in my head i'm like i'm like man i like i usually sing with my eyes closed i'm like so like this is going to be the other only weird thing is that i'm, I'm yeah. like really looking at this camera and while singing and and um and both songs were like pretty like belting out songs so i'm like man i extra want to shut my eyes and she kept like and i i would instinctively and i would hear like behind the camera like like her snapping and i'm like sorry and then i'd give an awkward like big eye thing while playing and um so yeah i I did that i wrapped that up and she like the lady was just like yeah that that was great uh follow so and so out and i saw like one after another where these other people were going that weren't moving on um so and she's like yeah follow so and so over there and she had another enormous packet of paper i was like oh i forgot about this (laughs) so did all that again sure enough end of the packet was the whole um you know if if you move on and if you can do it here's the roundabout dates. Can you do it? And this time I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't write it, I guess. But, but yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, you should have. So then, yeah, months went by and then uh, that wrapped up. Another fun side story, m- the apartment we were living in, another girl that made it that was, uh, I don't, actually, I don't know that she was on the, and I think she did make it on the show. Anyway. Was she from the area? Not just from the area. Her mom was our landlord. What? 
get out of town. So, what the, what are the odds of that? I know. So, so, the, so, so she's like, yeah, we're kicking you out. The lady, like, I hear, um, I think they were already at the table filling out paperwork. Okay. And um, I hate that their names are have slipped my mind. Um I'm gonna maybe like try and sneak and text my wife. Like, what was, what the, was name? the name of? Your I know landlord. the la- I know the landlord's first name was Denise Wadley. It was the Wadleys. Wadley, I've um, definitely heard that name before. I don't know if I know any I of know, them. Man, I hope it was Wad- the Wadleys. I'm pretty sure it was that. <laughs> um, definitely a name I've heard before. So, um, so we're doing that, or they're doing that. They're already signing their like big thing of paperwork, and right. I. I'm, I'm like walking over. They've got my packet ready or something over there. And they call like, uh, Lupe, Lupe Carroll. Mm-hmm. And when they do that, I'm like walking over. And so, and then the funny thing with it, I, we had, I'd never met her. I'd never met our landlord. So I didn't know, like walking to the table, I think I did look at them because I saw another. So your landlord people, was there with her daughter. With her daughter who tried out. I, Gosh, that is I, funny. I wish I could remember her daughter's name, but, um, yeah, that name, the Wadley name sounds yeah. familiar. So they're they're trying out and they're doing their thing. She hears my name and she goes, um, she's like, Lupe Carroll. I'm like, yeah. And then like just the way she did that, I'm like, oh boy. I was like, I'm sitting next to some weird pe- people as I'm or whatever. So um I was like, yeah. I, I was like, do uh do I know you? She goes, This is stupid insane. But is your wife Melissa? And I'm just like, shut up. I was like, what? What? <laughs> and uh, she goes, yeah. Um, I'm. And then like, so the PR, like a couple PR people, the lady with the headset on that like walked me over there, they're all like right there nearby, kind of listening and watching this because for them too, it's like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm. I'm your landlord, Denise. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and I'm. And we just like wig out. I give her a big hug. I'm like, oh my goodness, and blah blah blah. And like. I look around and these people are looking at us like jaws drop, like what the heck? Like, <laughs> and then like the one lady's like, where are you guys from again? Like, like an hour South of here. And yeah, just the weirdest thing. That is so um, bizarre. But they went on to, that was, I couldn't remember if she made like, I think they were in like the top like 200 or something like that, like to be on the show. So like I ended up spending a ton of time out in LA with Denise and her daughter. Okay. Um, for the uh, blind audition stuff, like, and all that recording and everything. So I got lunch and breakfast with them all the time at the hotel and um, just hung out a bunch with them. But <laughs> it was just the craziest thing. Man, that is wild. But uh, Small world. Yeah, insanely small world. <laughs> Another small world thing. I'll get to this in a second. Um, so, um, so that happens. Callback happens. Go through with that. Fill out the paper. I think two two to three months go by. And it dawns on me that I didn't get an email as quick as I did the first time I tried out. And me and Melissa were at Family Video, which is now done. <laughs> Completely done. Just ended. Yeah, RIP um, for sure. And running a movie every week was our thing. Um, Friday or Saturday night, movie night, we'd get a few. I miss doing that. Dude, On same. a side note. <laughs> it, we would even, like, we had all the streaming things and would still, at least once or twice a month, we would go pick an actual movie out just for the, like... Nostalgia, yeah, of man, it. Yeah. and it bummed her. like me not as much. 
because I'm super cold-hearted. I'm just joking. <laughs> but like it, but it like broke her, my wife's heart when that they when they closed. Yeah, man. Oh, man. And I totally understood. But yeah. at the same time, she's like, yeah. "It doesn't bug you." I was like, "No, nah, it's whatever." <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're at family video. So we're at family video. My phone's ringing. I click the uh, deny call. Three times because it said Los Angeles, California. So you're I thinking it was spam. Fully put it out of my head that I tried out for this show. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep. I'm like. So then it. But then it clicks. I'm like, okay. I've never had a telemarketer from the same number, same city, same state <laughs> call me this many times That's, in a row. Yeah. So I I answer it. Um, and they're like, uh, yeah, hi, uh, Guadalupe Carol. I was like, yep. Uh, this is so-and-so with, you know, blah, 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 LLC, uh, NBC's The Voice. And um, and then in my head, too, I was like, oh, yeah, I tried out for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Duh, and yeah. Uh, he goes, hey, so um, uh, to make it quick before I tell you any more, uh, we're going to be flying you out to L.A. to blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, right on, man, right on. And then, like, I'm waiting for him to say more. And he's, like, he's, he's waiting for me to start yelling or screaming no matter where I'm at and to be... <laughs> Going nuts. going nuts yeah. and i am 150 percent not that person so i'm just like i'm standing there awkwardly and i'm just finally like uh do you need anything else from me like is there what else and he's like and then he his immediate response is are you okay <laughs> <laughs> he's probably used to he's just super yeah, yeah. and so then too and they're genuine, probably recording the call I, maybe yeah I mean, probably actually i'm sure yeah so and uh, I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm fine. No, I'm good, man. And then yeah. I tell him too, like, kind of quieter, like, because mm-hmm. there's like someone on the other side of the row of movies from me, and I'm like, yeah. hey, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, re- I'm not a big, uh, like, listen, I'm, I'm pumped. Thanks so much for calling. <laughs> I was like, please know that I'm pumped. I was like, I'm just, I'm not one to, uh, um, scream if that's what you're mm-hmm. waiting for. So no, yeah. I'm fine. Do you need anything else? <laughs> and then I, told, I was like, uh, me and my wife are actually, uh, we're at a, a movie place right now, trying to rent a movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like rushing them. Like I wish I could remember yeah. exactly what I said. It was, yeah. it was polite. But. Yeah. Okay. So so then when do you fly out? So then I want to say it was late March, mid to late March. So it was the first time I went out. There are so many with all of these shows. There were like three more auditions. These, in, the, in, in LA. LA, these are called oh executive my. auditions. So what happens in an executive audition? These are also filmed more, even more so of a like setting kind of an thing. An actual production. Because yeah, you're out in LA. State, yeah, these, yeah, this could have been like a VH1 storytellers thing. Some of these, like the setup was really neat, mm-hmm. which was great. Because again, every time the further I went, the more comfortable the setting was for me. Sure. Um, I remember, I do remember the like one of the last ones I did, I got a migraine right before it. And they were crazy sweet enough to like let me do it the next day. Oh, um, but it was neat too. I remember I got to know someone well enough to where I heard them telling a PR person on my way out that because I think the lady had like, is he just is he nervous? And I I wanted to say like no really, but I was like I was done talking, so my head was killing me. But I heard the guy who I'd like roomed with for like two weeks now was like, no, 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 heck no. Like the dude's probably one of the least nervous one here. They, like he'd mm-hmm. actually told me a couple nights ago, the guy gets migraines all the time. And, and then I'm hearing this go on as I'm like leaving the building, but I was like, awesome. Super glad he explained that and super glad that they let me. Cause I was like, everyone was in this line. I kept letting other people cut in front of me. And oh, I was okay. like, there was this like metal posting. I kept going over and like putting my face to, mm. to have something cold. And I, oh. someone was like, you, bro, you tripping out? And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I was like, I get chronic migraines. And I'm like one kicked you in at the man. worst time. Yeah. Come on. Don't hold out yeah, on I just me. I met you a guy in an alley over there and he gave me some weird stuff. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, so uh, like two or three executive auditions, pretty much just like the callback thing, but with more important people sitting in front of me. Um, and still not the ones you see on TV. Correct, just, correct. But just these are the people like that... Like executive producers, maybe, sure, yeah. that kind these, of thing. These are people, and uh, label people. These, label, are, these labels, are people that okay. like, this is kind of their... Which this is also like looking into it where mm-hmm. a lot of like the... The it's not real thing comes into play. So yeah. this is this is my take on this. This isn't this is right. I did this not read this anywhere. Yeah, this is my view on this. But like I've thought back on these moments many times, and when those people are there, these other people from labels, from whatever, and they they tell you, they give you a heads up. Like you're gonna maybe recognize some of them, but like I'm thinking so like. When they do that, here's this easy shortcut thing like, hey, so-and-so, like, are you in town? Like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm signing so-and-so today or so-and-so's going on tour. Like, okay, well, we're doing executive auditions for The Voice. Like, here's a little moment for you to, like, instead of waiting for someone to win the show or whatever, come check all these people out. You might – someone might blow your mind during an executive – whatever. And then, boom, that's a shortcut for that person who's trying to make money off someone to be like, okay, well, hey, it's not going to work out with you and then pull you aside – but here's this guy's card. Call him. We're going to, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But I just, but you're thinking, why else would some of these people be there mm-hmm. for these executive auditions? Like yeah. in this moment, at this point, everyone doing these auditions can freaking sing. Mm-hmm. Not to toot my own horn, but like, well, but, yeah. but everyone, I mean, well, you made it this pretty part. Yeah, yeah. This part of it, there's 200 something out of, I think they said 60 something thousand people. There are now like 200 on this, like, people at this thing like everyone can sing um and you know different voices different genres tones all that stuff so like i just felt like that was part of that and maybe too even in that moment like they they might have even right there and then like heard someone like oh, psh, that's that person's top five right that guy's name mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah i don't know that it's just there's so much more to it that very quickly made me realize how unreal reality television oh, gosh. Is, which yeah, man. you shouldn't need any behind the scenes to realize no, that really shouldn't especially nowadays you know it's mm-hmm. it's uh toyed with it's all yeah yeah which is and that's so, what makes it so weird is these fun I, i'm a pretty laid-back guy and i was yeah. that throughout the my time out there so like i made a lot of easy friends with the pr people like i i made some of the closer friends i made were the people that worked for NBC and like the, these people that had other, um, uh, like ambitions. Like there, there, I remember there's this one guy that I'm still good friends with, um, uh, Ivan Del Campo. And he was a big, uh, PR guy, super into horror and worked on a lot of other movies and did a lot of side stuff with that because he was trying to get into directing and writing horror films and that was what me and him clicked on because i freaking love <laughs> horror all yeah. things horror and yeah. so me and him were, were always i'd see him again another day i'm like oh man i wrote down another i'm like have you seen whatever <laughs> you heard? and then he'd bring another thing and yeah and all this stuff and um but he would tell me about other stuff he worked and he goes oh yeah this is just a super side thing me doing me carrying around a clipboard for nbc's the voice to make sure people are doing this and that on time i'm like had no idea man like how this all this worked and um so you you go through uh you come back after having a migraine you come back the next day you do this was this like the last audition before Yeah this was my final thing for them to know that Lupe Carroll's going to be sticking around to get a scheduled day to do a blind audition in front of the four judges if the teams don't fill up 
before. So, so what happened? So you obviously you passed that final audition mm-hmm. before actually going to do a blind one. So yep. when did that one come into play then? That was a little bit later. I remember after that last executive audition, I flew back home. There was so much flying back and forth. There were times where I That's flew crazy. back home and was home for all of four days. Wow. And then flew back out and was out there for all of six days. Um, so a lot of that, I think the longest time I was out there was like just shy of a month. And the shortest time I was out there was literally like maybe four or five days. Um, so flew home, short period of time, maybe a week, week and a half. And then uh, f- I want to say like when everyone went home that time, the people that they flew out w- were there. Um, they're for sure people. Um and I remember when we when we all got out there, like the next day, we met in this uh, big tent, um, like circus tent looking thing outside the hotel. And uh, one of the main production people uh, were up on the stage talking to us about like, hey, I'm sure you've all at this time. So when we all went home, that in between time was uh, our time to sit down either on our own or with a lawyer to go over our paperwork to sign um, <laughs> essentially to sign your, your life to them. But it, you're also pretty much signing like you're in, you're in or you're out. If yeah. anything even seemed remotely sketchy to you and you didn't want to sign it, you weren't going to do the show. So you pretty much. Did you sign it bl- blindly or did you actually, actually sit did. down I'm with someone? I'm not even someone. kidding. I took off two days of work and didn't sit down with someone because I wasn't trying to pay some guy to like. Okay. So you did the research yourself. I did the research myself, took two days off work, sat down put the stack of paper to my left that came in like a FedEx box. <laughs> my God. Um, sat, like got comfy, some snacks, put some music <laughs> on, not even choking dude, <laughs> like three person couch, like unread me, red pile. Mm-hmm. And I, and just started reading this enormous contract. And uh, anytime, and the neat thing, like they gave you with that packet, uh, different um, assigned people to like each, I don't know, five or 10 people, for you to call if you had any questions. Oh, cool. And I'm sure those people around during that week knew to keep their time open to be getting calls if, you know, or whatever. But I found out like most people weren't because they had like lawyers or agents or whatever. Mm. Um, so I explained to her right off the bat when I called the first time that I was like, hey, um, I'm going to be calling back. I'm si- I took a couple days off work like to read this stuff. Um Sure enough, like it got to where like I'm. She either saved my number or saw the number pop up, and it got to like, "Hey, Lupe, what's up?" (laughs) And I was like, "Hey, uh, page sixty-four, article, whatever, section two. What is?" And then I would read it to her. She go, "Okay, so pretty much all that." Sam's like, "All right, thanks. Talk to you in a minute." (laughs) Yeah, talk (laughs) to you in another two minutes. Yeah, and I did that all day for two days. Um, And then you know, like I felt like every few pages had a spot where I had to sign and. Um, so did that, went back, had this big, you know, uh, conference thing where they talked to us about like, here's what you're going to be doing. Congratulations to you guys. Like you all will be, um, getting some rehearsal time. So even in that time before we did our, uh, blind audition, everyone had their song picked out for them or you got to pick in a list of like 300 something songs. Okay. So they give you a list to pick from 300 something songs. You get to pick 25 and you number them. Uh, 25 being your least favorite and oh, number okay. one being and your favorite song. Okay. Um, a lot of good songs on there. My number one pick was Trouble by Rahel Montaigne and I got that song. And I remember being so pumped about it because I remember hearing a lot of people griping about like, man, they gave me my like 23 pick and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And 
And I wasn't one, I wasn't saying anything to anybody, but when I got asked, I'm like, oh, I got my number one pick. <laughs> but then a week before flying out to do the open call, to do the blind auditions, they changed it to if I were a carpenter. And I think it was from all the interview stuff I did and them talking about and, and them finding out how tight-knit I was with my family and that my dad was a carpenter. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. And that song Dude. wasn't even on there. This song wasn't on your list? No. Then... I know. <laughs> and again, and then I remember the band, uh, Paul, what was it like? That's the, where the, the whole, like you, yeah. we've been talking about yeah. earlier, reality TV. Right. Is, it's totally, they totally yes. just scripted you. Yeah. And it sucked because like with that band, especially these like band of like pro, pro, pro players, we were, we were just crushing trouble. Like it was just weird. We had a, we had a blast every time Yeah, we would do it a second or third time to run through it just for fun. Like they got John um, or no, Paul, like Jock, Jock something of itch was like the main, the, like the uh, uh, leader, like the main guy that did the music for the show, the piano. Uh, when the private, like uh, one-on-ones with your coach, mm-hmm. the guy at the piano, that mm-hmm. guy. Okay. Um, so he, uh, he's like, all right, a uh, certain key you want? I'm like, no, we're good to do it. And I was like, I, I jam this uh, with my guys at home a lot. I'm like, just the key that it's in, we're good. Um, and they're like, all right, cool. So then you're good on guitar too. I'm like, yep. So we start, and they've got like the music in front of me. And like, yeah. I tell the drummer, super awesome guy. Me and him hit it off a ton, but I was like, hey, I can't read music. So I'm going to set this over here. <laughs> um, so like, and again, I just, I knew the song. So we mm-hmm. were good there. And then it was awesome. The other guy that was on acoustic, pretty much playing what I was playing, he just, he waited and sat back. And then when I did what I did, he jumped on another instrument. Cause he, like, he gave me a wink tune. He's like, you totally got it. And he goes, acoustics all yours, bro. And then okay. I think he sat at another like keyboard thing. Yeah. And, um, and then we just gelled, we like yeah. jammed it out when it were done, when we were done. I remember, uh, Paul looking at me and was like, if at least two chairs don't turn around when you do the song, I'm going to personally smack somebody. <laughs> like, bro, like, awesome job. He goes, you want to play it again or no? Are you fine? I'm like, I mean, jamming with you guys fun. He goes, no, this is, let's but, go ahead But and did you again. end up playing Trouble? No. No. It was I, just, I, it, I, it, it was, it was, if I were a carpenter. Yeah, was that was blind, what went through. What went but through. But it was going to be that. Yeah. Which is why I was rehearsing that with them. It's just, I still can't, I mean, I... I totally expected that, but I still yeah, like no, in my me, mind, right? I'm thinking about, right. they totally just like wrote your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this guy, his dad's a carpenter. No. Oh. No. It's like so stereotypical. And too, like the song's such a lovey-dovey song. And like, I was very, anytime, like I got really choked I mean, up anytime it's a, family it's amazing, stuff was It's an amazing up. version of the song, by the way. Sure, thanks. I mean, you did an incredible job thanks. on it. And the fun thing with that, like that was, that was me. Like that was, yeah. um, I brought that. Like the way the version that was recorded and put out. Yeah, that was yeah. that was me. That was I brought it and was like, Hey, let's do it in this key, let's do it like this. I'm gonna, you know, kinda I don't know what you call it, folky Americana acoustic mm-hmm. kinda acoustic turn it into that and let's do it this way. Um essentially in my head I was like, Let's turn let's try and turn this into yeah. a race song. So what was your reaction when you found out it was changed to if I were a carpenter, um, were you just like, oh, okay, definitely whatever. a little. I was a little bit of that, and also mm-hmm. a little like flabbergasted. <laughs> like I was just like, what? Like really? And I remember like telling Melissa, my wife, about it, and her also being like, they can do that. Like what? And I yeah. was like, yeah, I mean, of course, yeah, of course they can. I 
sign my life over to them and do whatever they want. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so anyway, so you, you, you do the blind audition with, if I were a carpenter and I, I'm sorry, but I can't remember who were the, the judges. The original at that four time. when I did it. So it was uh CeeLo Green, who was the coach I ended up, the team I ended up on, uh, Adam Levine, uh, Christina Aguilera and Blake Shelton. Okay. That's what I, I, I thought those were the original, but yeah. I, th- I thought maybe I had them wrong. So, cause I was, I kept second guessing myself, like, was Blake an original or not? Like I yeah, couldn't remember yep, yep. <clears throat> if he was. So, um, so you perform the blind audition, you nail it, right? Yep. And then what happens next? So CeeLo turns around, um, I like, I go give him a, well, you know, pull in bro hug and, mm-hmm. and thank him. And then like, I go to this little behind the, uh, behind this like fake wall thing where my parents and everyone's hanging out with Carson Daly, like watching me perform and they're all freaking out. And my parents are crying and Melissa's crying and everyone's crying. And, and in that moment, like it, I really was genuinely like, man, this is neat. And like, they were all pumped. Like I, I went right back to being just really like, all right, where do I need to go? <laughs> and then like when I went back there with them, I was like, all right, sweet. Yeah. And then it was the most awkward. This didn't air, but uh, Carson Daly asks me, um, trying to tie in the whole Carpenter thing and my dad again, but was like, yeah, so man, like with that song, like, was there anyone you're like paying homage to? And like, and then when he asked that too, I'm like, I was like, man, I was like, this whole thing couldn't be like scripted any, any better, you guys. Good job. So like he asks me that and I totally, not on purpose, but like totally botch up his, his asking that by, instead of saying, yeah, man, my dad, he's a carpenter and blah, blah, blah. Instead, I was like, yeah, for sure, man. And I start, I bring up like Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin, Johnny Cash, all these other guys that covered the song. And I'm like, yeah, man, to the, you know, to these guys that covered it and did their own thing with it. And like, and he even, he goes, I mean, like, but like your dad and he's a car. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And then like, we just changed the subject and like went on with other stuff. Oh, and I just, poor. I felt that he was like, what the heck? Like, because you couldn't jump on he that. He was, yeah. And in the back of my head, I'm just like, I'm not gonna jump on that. I'm like, no. I was like, I'm already, I'm already annoyed with you guys that you changed <laughs> you, you my wrote, song from you something wrote I was, my you wrote my life yeah. story. You know, talking about. But it was it, funny. We did yeah. all these little interviews leading up to that right, for them course. to get to know people. Yeah, because they play those during the yep. show, and and it was during one of those um, before they started filming those with this lady that was like, it was like one of the final sit downs with her of her like. So tell me about, you know, like it was, it was almost like therapy. Like it was a really heavy, like I was, they like let you kick back and like chill in this chair and they're at this other sitting up chair and a little table and they're writing all this stuff down. They're like, so tell like, what's a, uh, tell me about one of the biggest obstacles you've had to overcome in your life. Like just these really in-depth things. And, uh, I finally with that one, like I sit up straighter and I'm just like, may, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, I was like, I really, I don't, I'm sure you're getting a ton of, uh, incredible sap stories. Um, and I'm not ragging on those. I, I can't imagine the stuff you're hearing. I'm a pretty happy-go-lucky guy. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I was like, I don't. Uh, you can ask me 50 different ways. What's something heavy? Whatever. I was like, I'm I'm incredibly happily married. Like we're fine. I've got two younger brothers. We're super tight. I'm like, my parents are both like still married, and and like we're all really tight. Um, I was like, I, I was like, I'm like, 
I'm a freaking, I deliver flowers. Like, I, I don't know what, like, <laughs> and like I, I don't know I, what you want. Yeah, I straight yeah. up told her, I was like, I, I'm, I'm come from a really big Mexican family. I'm like, the roughest thing in my, in my life is that no less than like two or three people die a year. And I don't even really know who they are because their family's so big. I was like, so I don't know. I was like, I don't know what you're looking for in that sense. And dude, her pen's going a hundred miles an hour. And she looks at me like just bright eyed. She goes, no, 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 hun. This is this is gold. This is all gold. Everything you're telling me right now is gold. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then sure enough, when my like when my spot aired, I was one of the people that they sent production people to the area. If you remember, they filmed me like delivering flowers, and sh- I kind of wish I wouldn't have said all that because that was them. Like, man, sure enough, we've got all these sap stories. Let's throw this guy in there that delivers flowers. <laughs> and I remember like the background music to my like. Them filming in the town was like uh-huh. this really cheesy, up uh, like like frilly. Yeah, I was just like, what did I give? What did I give myself into <laughs> by doing do? any of this? Oh, oh man. my goodness, that's, dude, that's great! What a trip, man. Every bit of it. So, how? Uh, <laughs> what, what, what was? <laughs> so, so you were on Team CeeLo. What 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 encompassed in that? What what was? I mean, what happened? While working with with him or because so, they don't they bring in like what do they call them? Oh um, yeah, there's like the side the, coach, the, the, the side coaches, called. and um, those are usually celebrities yeah, of some kind um, too. Son of a gun! I totally the, he's like a really big R and B artist that I'm very much a fan of, and his name totally <laughs> slipped my mind. Who ours was, and the reason it slips my mind is because of who Blake's side person was and that was who a, a close friend one of my one of my best friends that um there is now like one of my best friends that was on blake's team like we had met through this whole thing stayed friends his like side coach was Cher. oh my god and so yeah so i forget who all the other side coaches <laughs> because were because his was Cher. Cher. yeah and i just remember like another i was i'm also very much a fan of her and i just remember my friend like constantly bringing up he would say like because we would always we would all talk whenever we were doing lunch or hanging sure, out sure like, yeah man what did you like what did you do because we also had vocal coaches too that like weren't part they were like behind the scenes vocal coaches uh mine was this uh tamara uh Beatty, i think was her name and uh she was awesome to, like learned a lot of stuff from her and, and um breathing exercise all the stuff i never knew I n- i've never done any uh, vocal exercises for singing and um she uh you know, she'd send me out there doing this stuff and then I'd, I would apply it to whatever I was working with with these guys. And But it was in those moments that my friend Sam, uh, Trinelia, he would come back and be like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then like, I don't know, Cher said to, and then like he would start saying it, but then slow down and stop and give me this look like, did you hear what I just said? Cher said to my face because I'm working with Cher. Like he was just so like worked up about it every time. And I was too for him. It's like, man, dude, you're working with Cher. Like, you're sitting in a room. You're sitting on the other side of a piano with Cher. With Cher. Oh my goodness! It's just so funny that you remember that, but don't remember the remember person. Mine. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you don't remember any of the sessions you had. Do you at least remember what totally, some of those sessions were like? Oh yeah, with absolutely. That, and I and I could coach? see the guy there. I just can't okay. remember. I just can't remember. His so it name. wasn't Usher, was it? No. Um, I meant to look this up earlier just to type in season five of it because mm-hmm. then I'm sure uh, that one, that girl's name too, that was from the area. Yeah. Um, 
season five, The Voice. And then CeeLo Green. Man, I, I I can totally I can see him. I can Was it was it Pharrell? No, man, that would have been awesome. I'm just trying to think think of different ones that come to my mind. I always want to say uh genuine, but it wasn't genuine. Because I would oh. remember that and I would have been super stoked on that. I can't picture him doing that, but I yeah, suppose that's, that's possible. He was on, I think, an episode of Parks and Rec. Was he? Genuine. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was uh, Donna. Are you familiar with the show? I'm not super familiar with In Parks the and show, Rec. Um, Donna, he, he's her like cousin or something like uh, that. Oh, okay. Uh, it's just showing like the main cast members. I'm not seeing anything. But it's wild to I haven't pulled up anything of this in a long time. In a long time, just seeing these pictures. <laughs> you're just like, oh of my! Them at that time is you're just like the I remember thing. this. Yeah, I wonder if I Google. Uh, I wish I could remember what those people were called too, and then you could just type in the voice coach coaches. I keep forgetting too. You can edit stuff. I keep getting worried about dead air. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Well, that's okay. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about that. We're trying to uh, solve a mystery here. Um. Yeah, I'm, are you're probably looking on Wikipedia too, right? No, I'm just on Google. I've just been googling. Oh, okay. People are gonna grill you on this, not knowing. <laughs> or and someone, I, and you know what? Someone's, listen, even... someone's listening to this, and they're like, it they've, was, already, "They've said his name over yeah, and over, over and over." It's like I it was this. Remember that it yeah, was so. It was, the, <laughs> it was this person, and I'm gonna say because I don't care. I just keep. <laughs> I just keep reading about the the hosts, or the or not the hosts, but you know, yeah, CeeLo Green and Christina Aguilera. But I wouldn't. You know, oh, here should. we go. Um, What's it start with? I was say, don't tell me. Season five, The Voice. I should have typed in season five, The Voice cast. There's. Oh, well, no, here, here's your name. These must have been all the different contestants that were on because mm-hmm. your name's roped in there. Okay. So that must be because there's Monica, Leah. Yeah. And. Uh, Boy, just hearing those names. George Hor- Hor- Horgra? Yeah, that, I don't remember how to say that kid's name, but. I didn't because none of these names are are celebrity names because I would recognize some of them. So the voice judges that's bugging me too. I'm wondering who it who it was. Man, we'll have to figure it out later, I guess. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) yeah, like I said, someone is is listening to this right now and just yelling. Maybe it's your wife listening to this. Be like, I know, I know for sure she does not remember. Nor did she know anything about the guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep looking. So okay, yeah. <laughs> let, let's let's ditch that. Yeah. Um, but what were what were those sessions like? And and let's get to like how far how far you got into the voice. So the sessions were. I don't remember how exactly long they lasted. It was, it was a good chunk of time to like mm-hmm. run through the song over and over. And and, and was CeeLo present for these? Yeah, yeah or was it yeah. okay? I wasn't so sure if we, it was just you know each team. So during during the times that they had uh, rehearsals with your actual coach, each team of what would it have been? I don't remember how many people were on the team, but anyway, um, eight. 
eight or something like that. Anyway, excuse me. So they would have uh, a certain team would fly out. And then they would do all their stuff so that way they could knock all that out. And, not, and and obviously these celebrities, like, sure, I can't imagine how much they were making being a big part of the show. Oh, yeah. They were making lots of money. But when you really think about it and broke it down, they very much, this was like one of the smaller things they had going on. Yeah, like, I'm for sure. For what they actually had to be there for. Mm-hmm. Like. Did they really have to be there for right, that? Like, yeah. we were the ones, you know, week in and week out you know vocal coaching and rehearsals and and all this different stuff they don't need to be there for that like they just they were just there to do these little rehearsal things and again it was only for the uh, for the amount of time that that it took to do that like they were usually they knocked out a team in a day so i'm like CeeLo was like there for the one day to do rehearsals with his teammates um and then we it was like a like I think later in the week we met up again one day where we had like a different wardrobe on. So that way on the show, it looks like, you know, plenty of times pass and we're all, you know, whatever, but just days have gone by. Um, and then from there, I'm sure, you know, they were done till the show started filming, but we all kept doing vocal coaching and going home. Like after that, we went home and then came back to do some rehearsal stuff and, practice with the band more and and then there was the i think like two or three days of the blind auditions um those were also very split up because it took some time like each person like it wasn't just you doing your song like they it was like a sound check every single time you'd go out there um we also had stage rehearsals leading up to that so like i got to perform on that stage my song multiple times before i even did it for them and then like the pr people would sit in the turning chairs which is neat and we got the chance to do it too i didn't <laughs> i kind of kicked i know i know and i kind of <laughs> kicked myself for it but i had so many friends that like got pictures of them sitting in the chair like, and, why and did you I don't not sit yeah. In the chair? yeah um but i do on my ipad have footage from like the guy that i was with to go to do my rehearsal um he's like let me know if you guys have a phone or an ipad or something you want to give me so i can get some like neat video or whatever yeah. or record your rehearsal too yeah but the dude was extra cool. Like mainly they would ask you that to record your rehearsal. This guy mm-hmm. didn't just record my rehearsal. He pushed record on video and like panned around the room to like really give me a cool look at like the the empty arena stage area that we were performing. So it was neat. Like I still have that, what that looked like. And, That's awesome. Um, you could hear like the camera crew, like, like all right, uh, camera 16, we're going to bring it on track, blah, blah, blah. You know, just like, <laughs> all right, uh, go ahead and call him in again. And yeah. Um, that's we, so cool. We had fun with that. So yeah, how far did you end up making it? So I made it to the, I believe it was called the knockout rounds. And I think that was like a couple, a couple stages in. Um, and that's where you go up against, no, that's not where you go up against. That's where you sing a song with one of your teammates. Okay. Um, the battle rounds are after that. And that's where you and another teammate sing a different song each and uh, one of you moves on. But the first one, the first time you go, you do a thing with one of your teammates, you guys are both singing the same song, harmonizing and taking solo spots. And then they judge on that. And then me and uh, Cole uh, Vosbury, I think was his last name, we did Africa by Toto. <laughs> nice. And we killed it. Yeah. We, it was so I, funny. I guess like, I remember that now. And they only they showed a snippet of it. Yeah. Um, a pretty sweet sounding snippet, but yeah. I just remember straight, like my, I remember my dad and plenty of other people that knew like, why would they pick that? Bob? it's like, dude, no, if you could have heard the whole song, if they would have aired it, 
Like they had much better looking and taller people than me and Cole <laughs> that they were of course going to air over our thing because mm-hmm. for one, me and him were both no guitars and me and him both are very much guitar guys. The dude rips on guitar. And um, it was just me and him with mics pretty awkwardly doing what we were choreographed to do. Not dancing, but like just started moving around the stage, sure. working the stage yeah, area. Because you're, you're both playing guitars, right. so you can't dance yeah. too much, and but so you can we, move. Yeah, so know. here we are now with just a microphone, not playing guitar. Oh, you're not playing no, guitar No, we were this. just singing oh, this one. okay. I had a little more comfort and wasn't quite as stiff. Like, he was very stiff. Yeah. In that sense, but like I, I love to dance, so like the movement stuff was easy for me, and like getting into the song. Being, being a person who usually has a guitar on sure. as well, it is totally strange. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not. It's so. It's, it's like so it's so unnatural. It's like it's it's like really freeing, but then at the same time, it, it it's like two things. You're like so excited, but then you're like, what do I do? Uh, with but my what hands? do I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah what do I? <laughs> Where do back I to, move? Yeah. Back to Talladega Nights. Yes. But what do yeah. I do with my hands? I love this thing that he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like cupping the mic. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> oh gosh. Seconds after I walked out of that uh, open call thing, that uh-huh. that's what was in my head was yeah. that. Yeah. Was, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> oh man. Um. So any like last. I, we've talked about the voice. I mean, we could probably talk about the voice. Oh, there's for so much more, behind but the there's scenes so much. Stuff but like it, any yeah. other like last closing like thoughts about the voice? Um, not really. I mean, the biggest the biggest thing I, I stress with it to people when they bring it up is like when they ask like well, you know what like like was it good for you at least and like it was in the sense that like I said before I, I got my foot in a couple of pretty big doors and i made some incredible friends from it um that sam guy i brought up earlier i uh, me and my wife went on to play his wedding um were a couple of the first people to find out when they were pregnant not long ago um we literally accidentally booked the same weekend in galena on our anniversary (laughs) and them just going there to hang out and we ended up spending like the whole weekend together like Uh we kept meeting up like purposely like to to get dinner and do stuff um i posted a picture that we were there and he called me the day we were like walking down main street and he goes shut up you guys in galena right now and he goes me and angie are in galena right now i was like where are you guys at we're meeting up and yeah we were both shopping on main street and then sure enough like we told each other which shop to meet in front of and then we were like inseparable the whole that whole weekend um but anyway and then uh I do this annual gig out in Montana now. Yes. That came from that. Okay. Um, I always, that, that always looks so cool. What's the name of that? Pause Up. Pause Up. It's called The Resort at Pause Up. It's in Greeno, Montana. If I remember right, I meant to look it up before coming in case we talked about it. If I remember right, 37,000 acres. 37,000? acres. I mean, Montana's huge, so I guess sure, that makes sure. sense. But hold, you put that in your yeah. brain. Yep. Holy hell. Um, un- unbelievable. Luxury resort. Glamping to the, like, it is the, it's what they call it. Uh-huh. It is glamping to the max. It, if someone's like, what's glamping? <laughs> pull, pull up, pause <laughs> up on online. That's what glamping is. So, like, um. If I remember hearing right, like Leonardo DiCaprio frequents there. Oh, okay. So um, we're talking. We're yeah. talking. Yeah, okay. That, no, yeah, that, yeah. That's glamping yeah. for sure. So these tents, these safari style tents that are on the Blackfoot River, um, 
heated floors, like the copper tub. What? Um, there's like four or five of them per like different site. And then if you don't want to be like on the river out in the wild, out in the wild, well, no, you're everywhere out there um, is out in the wild. Like they're one of the spots, there is a, I don't know, a den or whatever you'd call it, a uh, mountain lion that's near one. And last year, I remember hearing it a bunch in the morning. Um, but they stressed to the people like, leave it alone. It'll leave you alone. Like it very much knows and recognizes that there's a lot of people in that spot. Like just, yeah, it just don't. Yeah. It's got plenty of stuff that it can go kill. It's don't tempt it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what a thing to hear too. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Just don't, you'll <laughs> there be fine. There is a mountain lion there across is, the river, but you know, um, it can get across, but leave it alone. It'll leave you alone. Um, so then, uh, if you're not on the river, you're in these like, these like mansion log cabins, <laughs> mansion log um, cabins. Just there's, these, a like, fr- there's a phrase yeah, I never thought I'd hear. Gorgeous like mountain homes. Um, man, I totally meant to like bring a like the catalog thing for uh-huh. it, but uh, so this will be my fourth year doing that. Uh, Austin Jenks made it to I think top five, top ten on the show. Um, him and this other guy, I think the other guy first. I don't know that he made the show, but he was just touring around a lot. And he made it on, or started playing this gig, got Austin playing the gig. And then Austin, down the line, he'd been doing it a few years and called me one day. He's like, hey, before I pass your info on, uh, the main guy that does the booking is out of Chicago. And also, um, you know, they're always looking for new uh, artists, but uh, it's kind of a weird gig. I'd love to tell you more about it before I pass. I was like, sure, what's up? And <laughs> gave me the whole spiel. And I'm like, yeah, bro, that that is a weird gig. And I was like, but it also, you're right. It sounds right up my alley. Um, but he was like, you're pretty much just playing for insanely rich people, um, at the, you know, at these gorgeous little campsites for like an hour every evening. Um, just trying, just, just to liven their experience of away from whatever it is they do that makes them millions to billions of dollars. Like now they're getting away from all that. And like, you're just livening that experience, like interacting with them. They get to be around this guy that's like on the road and roughing it and, and <laughs> dragging my like, Here's my guitar. Like, hey guys, where are you guys from? Like, I'm just gonna play you guys some tunes around this campfire. Uh, got my old style. Yeah, you know? and I'm gonna hop back in the Lexus that I <laughs> that I get to drive back to my <laughs> employee housing. Uh. Um, but it's by far the most the best gig I've ever gotten in my entire life. It's incredible. Sounds pretty sweet. Um, and that's it. Like I I go I'm out there for a week. And that is my main obligation is to every evening around, around the same time, I go to a different campsite, play for the different families, um, for around an hour. Um, if someone like really digs it, um, they can through the resort, like book me to play a private thing for them if they want. Um, but for the most part, um, it's, uh, I do that every evening, every day, all day, whatever that that's my time all the activities they have there, which is a ton. Like, um, I, I get to book a few of those and do a few things like every year, the first day I go, uh, clay shooting out <laughs> in the mountains. Nice. Um, I do some archery. Um, the first year I did, uh, off-roading and then I'd never did that again. Cause like <laughs> it is so dusty. Oh, I can't, I just, can't imagine. It messed my throat up so bad. Like, oh, I was I so dried out that from doing for, it. That wouldn't be good for singing. No, heck no. So like every year after I'm like, Oh, I want to do that so bad. It's so fun, but it's just the, that's a lot of dust. You double layer up 
on the face too and you still like halfway through it you can feel the grit in your teeth like feel that you're like biting down on dirt like oh it's, it's so dusty so dry out there right yeah but uh that's true man so my last time i went out there uh last year i met jennifer lawrence <laughs> went to her campsite um <laughs> Uh, and then you probably don't get pictures with these people. No, no. You don't and, wanna, and I, me being me, like I'm, and you I'm have very respect, much not one to ask. Exactly. Yeah, it's, especially in that type of a setting. Exactly. I'm sure the workers too are stressed. Like I'm sure like, they're listen like, as much as you guys probably want to, like unless they initiate it or it's like you is guys. Is she the most famous person you've played for out there? Um. So I didn't end up playing for her. Oh, um, but just you hung just out met... at their site for a little bit, oh, and then okay. they she was there for her birthday. Oh, okay. And it was like an accidental thing anyway that I ended up at her site. Oh, um, the lady that sent me there. Um, I was originally at this other site where um, there ended up not really being anyone at. She's like, so sorry. I'm like, no, 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 it's all good. Like people change their plans sometimes last minute to do dinner elsewhere, like on the resort or whatever. And that was kind of the situation. Um, so when I told her, I'm like, hey. Um, I can either head back to the housing or if you want to, if you know where there's some people, I'll go, I'll head there. And she's like, yeah, it looks like there's for sure however many people at this campsite. Well, when she said the name of the site it was at, there's like uh, moon Moonlight Campsite, uh, Riverside, North Bank. Like that's, they're just named that yeah, for sure. where they're at. I've, I think it was North Bank. And she's like, so head to North Bank. I'm like, okay. I was like, man, I was just having, I was sitting around a fire drinking some scotch the night before with the general manager of the place. Oh. And he was saying, yeah, so North Bank, he goes, Lupe, how would you feel about playing for the Beebs? And I'm like, I'm sorry, what now? And like, I'd had a few <laughs> little short cups of this guy's scotch and I'm feeling good enough to tell the general manager when he's like, how would you feel about playing for Justin Bieber? <laughs> I genuinely was like, um, are you asking me as in like, I, I can answer you how I want to answer. He goes, yeah, yeah. How would you feel about it? I'm like, I'd rather not. <laughs> so, so he gives me this look kind of saying like, I respect that. And then also like, if we send you to play for Justin Bieber, you're going to play for, you know, and I told, and like, I sign a contract that, so you're, you're agrees to that. So like, you're expecting like him to totally put you in that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he, and like out of him wanting out of the, out of Justin Bieber wanting it, like, I guess I found out from this guy, uh, Steve, um, that I guess he's pretty laid back. He's a, you know, he's a good guy now and, and whatnot, but I'm just like, what? I was like, whatever. I was like, I mean, I'll do it. He goes, all right. I just want to make sure. I was like, I mean, if you're thinking I'm going to be like worked up and nervous about it, I'm like, I'm not, I'm like, I don't, I'm not, he's the last, one of the last like celebrities out there. I'd be nervous about performing in front of, Yeah. but mainly because in my head, I'm like, I don't see him caring or listening. That's why right. I'm not sure you'd want me to do right. it. Right. Yeah. Would so he really care? He brings up the camp he's going to be at that he thinks he's going to be at. I find out two days after the accidental Jennifer Lawrence thing, Justin Bieber was going to be there, I think, a week or two later. Oh. So after you were going to be gone. I right? wish it would have been on me and I would have remembered to tell uh, the lady that sent me there, like, hey, I don't know the whole situation, but I'm pretty sure one of your guys, like, A list. A-listers is at that site. You want to look into that before you send me there? And said, I was like, okay, sure. And then I went over there nervously knowing or thinking that Justin Bieber was there. So you met so Jennifer Lawrence instead. instead. Okay. Yeah. Um, and her like friends that were there for her, for her birthday, I think it was like her 30th or something, but uh, super sweet. All, mm -hmm. all of them super chill, but they ended up just were like, Hey, like I was about, hadn't even got my guitar out yet. I was just mm -hmm. hanging out for a little bit first. I think I like had a drink and, and then, um, 
I was like talking to one of the bartenders or whatever, one of the chefs. And, uh, and then finally one of the other guys came over like, Hey, actually, I think we're good. I was like, bro, you're fine. I'm like, I was kind of getting closer and closer to asking either you guys or someone else if this really needed to happen. Cause mm-hmm. I obviously can see and know that that is a weird gig. I'll man. tell you what, dude, that- my second, you'll appreciate this. My second time out, I did archery with the, um, Paul, I don't know why I want to say Robinson, Johnson or Robinson. He was the key player for Rancid. Really? We're halfway through shooting him and his two daughters. And um, we're halfway through shooting and we're talking music the whole time. We're we're talking music on the van ride out. Yeah. And um, we, I don't remember how, so like we kind of got to talking about like, he tells me he's a musician and doesn't, you know, super humble guy. Like he doesn't he say, oh simply, yeah. yeah, I play keys for Rancid. Yep. <laughs> simply brings up that he's been playing uh, for a long time and that he plays keys. And um, here's the Montana trip, but I'm not sure if this is the one with him. No, it would have been the one before. So, um, so we're talking and then like nonstop talking music and then punk rock gets brought up. Yeah. And I bring up, here he is. So, like, we get to talking, Paul Jackson. Paul Jackson. Um, hmm. Played the Hammond organ on throughout the album and Out Come the Wolves. Okay. So, you know that? Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, so, the solo in, I think it's Time Bomb, that... Yeah. Yeah. That's him. Wow. So, like... That's so cool. We're talking and we're shooting bows and arrows and, and hanging out super cool guy really sweet daughters our instructor is this really sweet lady and just having an awesome time all friendly people and then he finally is like so i didn't know how to bring this up but i know you mentioned punk rock earlier and i and like just your he like mentioned my my outfit too and it was like uh-huh. your kind of wardrobe looks like you're kind of i'm assuming you're in your 30s like kind of so I'm, I'm assuming you're maybe into some of the old school or whatever. Like you got you got a cool thing going on. I'm like, thanks, man. <laughs> I don't know what all that means, but thanks. And he uh, sees so like um, he goes, you and he starts bringing up like Operation Ivy and this. I'm like, I love all that stuff. <laughs> so he like he grew up with was in Boy Scouts with like Tim Armstrong. Grew up with Lars Frederick. Like grew up with these guys. Like from kids. Like we're buddies. Like grew, growing up with them. Um, and then went on to tell me like played a bunch with them and was was on the keys for that album. I'm like, I was like starstruck in the moment because I was like, dude, I'm not <laughs> saying like you're playing in particular on that album like changed my life, but right. like, but that album like did a lot for me. I was right. like, that, that was a very important album. Yeah, in my childhood, oh, not just yeah. as as far as punk rock goes, but just music in general. That yeah. album is still one of my probably top 10 favorite albums oh yeah ever yeah um and i got to shoot i got to go with new archer and then shoot this, archery uh, he was him. just the sweetest guy it was amazing oh my gosh paul wow. jackson that's so cool man well um man we're like 
two hours. I was gonna say over two I hours. Was, this I is, told myself on the drive is, over here. This is amazing. I bet we're gonna record two and a half, three hours of stuff, and know that we could do two and a half to three more. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I wasn't expecting that. Um, I totally was, man. <laughs> I guess, I guess it's just like I know there's so much to talk about, but like at the same time, I wasn't thinking. You know, I think I just know, you know. we have enough in common and. A couple times we have talked, I was like, there's no way when we actually sit down like this that we're not going to just go nuts. (laughs) So, Lupe Carroll, part one. (laughs) (laughs) So, should we... Do you want to play a song, or do I'm you totally want to do for that? Man. It, it's up. To I can you. even just knock out one. Um, I've I've got some newer stuff that during like quarantine time that I've written that I haven't really gotten the chance to play out, and I'd be more than happy. Actually, all the Montana talk, I wrote a song about it called Blackfoot River. Um, oh. I, I wrote it after, like I started it out there and then finished it right when I got home. Okay. Um, yeah, it was just. I'd never been to Big Sky Country. I'd never seen that. I never knew why it was called Big Sky. If you've ever been out there, like... Holy I've only God. driven through it. Man. So, well, I'm, I mean, still, I then, I'm sure you're looking Montana. out your window and seeing the sky out there. Like, you don't think the sky would look different anywhere else. And it totally does. It yeah. blows your mind, um, your surroundings out there. And it was just so mesmerizing and um, good for the soul. Like, is is I don't know... I, not cheesy, I guess. Anybody, well, I feel yeah. like that would go out there. You're gonna feel that. You're, yeah, it's a absolutely. spiritual thing being yes. in that kind of wilderness. Yes, it is. Um, and knowing too is a funny thing. Like I, I didn't go hiking a ton or anything, but like I'd go off on little walks, and it's a different thing to be surrounded by such beauty, but but to also have it for the most part in the front of your mind that where you're going for a nice pleasant walk you're not at the top of the food chain anymore <laughs> like openly <laughs> right no not, it's not true. in the sense of you're at the zoo you better hope yeah. these fences and, and big thing no you're, you're like like the, you mentioned the mountain before i went on my yeah, walks the neighbor in the housing places i was at she like hey let me know if you do go on a walk i've got bear spray like <laughs> super like very nonchalantly i'm like okay right, thanks great it, and that week i didn't go on a walk. it wasn't until my second trip out like, that i went on oh home. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll let you know. Um, you know, I think I'm good. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Deadbolt, Deadbolt. Deadbolt. <laughs> um, somewhere around here, I could buy locks. So yeah, uh, let's let's hear a song. Whatever whatever it is you want to uh, perform, totally open to that. All right, Blackfoot River. Here we go. Thinking back, I wish I'd have gotten to know you better Good to know I'll see you again, Blackfoot River Mountains, they spell out our names. Painting trees round midnight under the Milky Way. Oh, the starlight under big skies. Smell the sagebrush. Trying to capture 
my last night in Greeno Then off to Missoula Heading home Looking back to you You had so much to tell me Got so much on my mind Yeah, I'm missing my babies Can't accept how much faster Time's moving on Yet again, heading west For far better reasons than a contest No more stories White lies about a different world than mine I'll see for myself Then go in your face by the afternoon River song singing Please come back to me Please come back to me Chicago Going home Yeah, we have a studio audience in here. I forgot. I keep forgetting there's like 70-something people behind me in your basement. I love that song. That is beautiful. Thanks, man. Absolutely beautiful. Um, I really want to go to this. Can I go as your like assistant or something? Man, is that allowed? That'd be or, cool. I might have to. You know, uh, I'll figure something see out. See if you can negotiate that with Super your next. Fun. This this yeah. year, Melissa was going to be coming with, and then kind of realized that 
she oh. wanted to wait a little longer with the little ones being as little as they are. Yeah, because your youngest is... She's going to turn one on Thursday. I was going to say, she's, she's about one. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Which would be fine, but mm-hmm. it, it, I don't know. That's We'd be gone a week. And so our big thing too, like my parents would obviously be taking them. Yeah. And with a three and a one-year-old, like <laughs> we're not trying to do that to my parents. <laughs> yeah. Yet. So yeah. it'll be a little easier with, you know, she'll still be a, you know, crazy too, but like William will be a, a, and help, if it was a just helpful w- four. <laughs> and if it was just one of them. Sure. Then, yeah. That too. You know, yeah. I mean, that For would sure. be different, but yeah, you got a three and a one-year-old. Yeah, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> not trying out. to make my parents not like me. <laughs> so, so I think next year, hopefully, I think she'll be coming along. Uh, she plays cello. Okay. Um, so it was a easy and fun selling point yeah uh to the guy that does the booking and i straight up told him in the email i was like imagine like that's yeah, how i like i was like this, imagine man. this dude like <laughs> you know picture like the blackfoot river picture that you know what i do like you know what i do you've seen me do it and like picture that with cello yeah and he like emailed me back right away he's like uh yeah yeah that sounds great <laughs> yeah, yeah let's do it man <laughs> send me some pictures of you guys and um, so let's, let's wrap it up with like, I, I mean, it's, it's been a long time already since, sure. you know, the love we found was released, yeah. um, which is a great record. Thanks, Everyone man. should listen to it, buy it. Appreciate that. Um, but uh, do you have any plans on, on releasing any new music soon? I mean, I know you, you're going to be playing the Kankakee Farmers Market coming up, but that's like much later, September, yeah. Yeah, September. of 2021. But I mean, do you have any other... Um, gigs or anything, you know, like I said, new music being released or anything yeah, like uh, that? nothing really. Um, you know, keep an eye out. I've got, I've, man, I've, for like, for years, I think me and a friend have a domain name, like, bought out, but, like, have done nothing with it. Like, I've, I've been meaning to get a website up and stuff, but um, I've got a Facebook music page. Um, I think it's just uh, backslash Lupe Carroll Music. I'm yeah, I think sure you're right. I was going to say, I think it's, you got to have I music recently, on there. I yeah. recently, uh, not too long ago, like revamped that page. Um, <laughs> of course, haven't been on there in a bit, but <laughs> I really revamped it and like uh, put up a bunch of legit like music videos and stuff, like our audio tree recordings, um, other stuff I've done with people and uh, just tried to make it more, um, I don't know, just newer. I, I, yes. Now I'm glad right, I talked right, about this. I'll yeah. be sharing this stuff on there. But yeah. Um, but anyway check that out I, I do try and at least through there share my shows and stuff but okay i'm hoping maybe possibly to do another kickstarter uh for another album um but i do have a good um set of songs that i'm happy with and proud of that I, i'd like to start figuring out studio time and doing that again um so yeah keep keep an eye out and then uh again too i'll, I'll share my shows on there instagram too i pretty heavy on there yeah i was gonna say you're on instagram quite a bit yeah yeah um twitter's fun but i'm not really on there a lot (laughs) yeah i try but i'm not good at it yeah i'm not i'm i'm on it too but i feel like i'm not very good at it either so i know it's good at sharing (laughs) retweeting and all that stuff. yeah yeah i know i know exactly what you're saying but uh, but yeah otherwise that's you know and there's definitely stuff that'll be coming out but nothing too soon um but okay Awesome. Well, Lupe, uh, seriously, I, I, I'm going to thank you until the day I die. Oh, thank you right, for, for everything you've done for, uh, for Kankakee Podcast, creating the theme song yeah. and, 
and just being so easy to work with and just being open to doing it and not yeah, charging welcome, charging me an arm and a leg too <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure dude it's, so, it's, it's all been a blast so uh it, it's been an honor so. and uh kudos to you man this is this is awesome what you're doing is great and thank you um i gotta say too like the just the few episodes i've heard have been amazing but kent wade's story yeah, isn't that Holy incredible? Smokes, man, I just, I wanted to... His is my favorite, his, I think, his, so far. It was so easy to... Same, and it will be for a while. Yeah. Um, Till I hear mine, and then uh, I'm just joking. <laughs> totally joking. <laughs> Until mine but, uh, is out, of course. Man, it was so easy to, like, close my eyes multiple times while he was talking and sharing his story, and I was just like, oh, I wish I was, like, sitting with them yeah. without a mic, like, not needing to chime in, but just, like... I just wanted to hug him, like just out of. He just seemed like right? such a solid. He's a cool guy, yeah, man. He's yeah, just really him. cool, I could down tell. to earth. Because we even after like we stopped recording that episode, sure. we we talked for like another thirty minutes. I bet. You know, and I of course bet. this one is going to take the cake so far for being the longest episode. Yeah, so. my apologies <laughs> to everybody for. Well, Mike Tomano's episode is uh, just before this one, and okay. I thought that one was going to be the longest because <laughs> that's near Jake. I really <laughs> seriously. <laughs> knew I knew I was like man good thing there's I'm, all like the I editing. mean I knew we had plenty to talk about sure. and we've known each other for so long yeah. but like there's some podcasts yeah. I follow that they they round about an hour and there's always an episode or two that's like pushing three two or three yeah I mean I've with with uh the other podcast I do uh, that's definitely happened before sure. so yeah for sure but anyway <laughs> um yeah th- thanks again oh, Lupe my pleasure. and um Really, uh, really appreciate it again. Heck yeah. People tend to stick to the end.